welcome everyone to this week's new episode of Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and Friends. And look, one of the biggest panels of the year so far. But there is a Partridge family member missing. He's sick. Could you imagine? Everborn Saga has a migraine. He is in the dark with an ice pack on the head. And that's because this ABK thing knocked him unconscious this morning at 7 a.m. when I woke him up and I called him and I was devastated. But folks, listen. The whole show is probably going to be dedicated to what happened today. Uh, honestly, folks, I said it to everyone on the panel already. I was completely stunned. Uh, I found it to be pretty shocking that the cloud of all things was what the CMA actually used to block the deal. Uh, we know that Microsoft and ABK are going to try and fight this. I, I think it's a losing battle, to be honest with you. We have a good friend of the show, Luke, uh, who's going to be joining us uh, for the entire episode. Is going to break down exactly what the uh, irrationality clause uh, to the tribunal that, that's known as CAT and what that is going to mean and do for uh, ultimately do for Microsoft. Um, it's funny because I mean, there's a lot of conspiracy theories. Uh, I call you know some people call corruption. Um, it's it's. Honestly, when you take a real just step back and you look at what happened, um, Sony obviously is the winner here, right? Sony won. Uh, their, 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 their antics uh, were enough to push regulators around the world over, even though they just posted a 400% increase in March year over year for the PlayStation 5. Um, but I think, again... PlayStation wins because they are not going. Microsoft is not going to own Call of Duty, right? Uh, I don't think Call of Duty marketing deal ever goes back to Sony. At least I don't think Microsoft will have anything to do with that. Neither AB, uh, Activision either. I believe they're going to drop the bag, and that's going to be marketed uh, for eternity on Xbox. Uh, I don't think they ever go to work with Sony ever again. That's a, again, we'll, we'll discuss. But I, you know, here, what is really shocking is Pixelbit G, who's a good friend of this community, great friend of this particular channel, uh, put out a tweet where it almost seemed as if the CMA was suggesting that because Apple and Google are such, are such dominant forces in their considered duopoly, Microsoft wouldn't even had a chance anyway which I, I i saw the writing for myself and i'll read it verbatim i was actually blown away i'm like wait a second i thought the cma is for to protect competition not continue continually funnel money in this duopoly to apple and google who have that region of the world locked down but folks we have a monster panel everyone is here to talk about it there's not going to be any crying in baseball folks listen like i said to I said this to Pong. I said this to Kayasante. Mrs. Boom and I are trying right now to buy our first home. That's what we're. That's what we're laser focused on. And if this deal being blocked somehow hurt that, then I would be physically upset because we we are not going to get our first home. That's not what's happening here, folks. Uh, I'm I'm disappointed, but I'm still a gamer at heart. Yes, I wanted Xbox to have this monster group of studios help make new games for the platform it would have been pretty cool to have call of duty in game pass each and every year right along with diablo 4 releasing in a couple of weeks about five weeks right but listen at the end of the day folks 
there's a lot of games to be played. Microsoft is now going to maybe have to take off the nice guy gloves. Uh, but we're going to get into that in a second. Let's get into the introduction so we can talk about what happened today. First of all, Pong Soul. This, this is my brother, ladies and gentlemen. I have not had a chance to work with him in like forever. Pong, my brother, welcome back. I love you, dude. It's great to have you on the panel. Perfect night for an invite boom. It has been way too long. It's been a few months since I think I've been on one of your shows. So uh, it is great to be back. Great to be here with this panel. A lot of these guys I haven't seen on panel in a long time. So uh, great to see you all, brothers. Uh, of course, we thought the conversation was going to be a little bit different today, uh, but that is what it is. Yeah. I never say that this industry is boring by any stretch of the imagination. So we're going to have a good time. We're going to talk a lot of good talk. And uh, let's get down to it. Boom. Great to be here. Thanks. Absolutely. Uh, another another good brother of mine who have not been on the show in a minute, but he's here for us. OBM. What's going what's on, dude? How's everything? Yeah. Good, man. It's been yeah, it's been a, too many minutes, right? And I'm disappointed that Everborn uh, isn't here today, that he had to duck out with this uh, headache. <laughs> but because, you know, definitely what definitely felt like I, somebody needed to challenge him. Uh, you know, I think he was getting a bit of a monopoly on that nascent market called gaming conspiracy theories. And uh, you know, I was here to, <laughs> to, to to try to battle him on that stuff, but yeah, man, uh, definitely, uh, definitely some out of left field news. Not not just because of the block, but but the reason why. And I'm sure we'll get into that. Um, you know, not since uh, Area Stark was the one to take out the White Walker has something been so out of left field. But uh, <laughs> looking forward to looking forward to delving into it. I think there's uh, there's a lot of interesting things to talk about today. Uh, not just in terms of like what what's going on but i think also you know what the what's next right like what's that future look like yeah it, it is it is going to be one of those situations where for, i mean first of all podcasting around the globe regardless of where you listen to your favorite podcaster uh or casts the abk thing is only you know listen we're gonna have to talk about games uh and uh quite frankly uh i'm very excited for that i'm again i'm not gonna sit here and try and play uh, a, a card of of not no disappointment. I'm disappointed. I'm actually quite. I was actually quite taken aback because I was expecting for this to pass based on the wording from the CMA initially moving Sony off of the board for for concern. Um, the cloud thing is 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 incredibly baffling. But we will get to that. Luke Steele, what's going on, dude? Thanks so much for joining us all the way from the UK. He is. An attorney who has worked with and against the CMA folks, Luke. How you feeling, brother? Welcome back. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'm very, uh, very well. Thank you, and happy to, uh, happy to be back. It's uh, what a day, right? Uh, yeah, I was in, um, I was actually in France randomly today, um, so I had no internet access at all. Uh, but I knew the decision was coming, and then when I turned on my phone, it was just, it was just crazy, uh, just to see <laughs> everything uh, come across my Twitter feed and stuff. So. Yeah, it's been, it's been really interesting. I'm looking forward to talking about it. Yeah, I mean, again, we, we, we have a lot to get into. There's there's a lot of questions. Uh, there's some uh, conspiracy theories out there. Uh, there are thoughts that Microsoft is going to fight this tooth and nail not to pay the $3 billion to Activision uh, because they, the deal ultimately will get blocked or it won't. Uh, if there's going to be an extension filed because they feel that they could uh, appeal to the tribunal known as CAT, 
and have that uh, that that decision of irrationality be brought into the forefront of the conversation. Uh, I, I don't know. It's I just I, I just don't want another year and a half of this, folks, to be honest with you, because I, I still look and, I, and it's funny. I said this to Everborn. Um, I, I think ultimately, right, the white whale is ABK. And if Microsoft would have gotten or got past the first hurdle, one of the big hurdles, meaning the CMA, it would have been for the record books, right? Um, but because of ABK, and, and, and this still bothers me, it still hurts my heart. You've heard me say this many, many times on the shows, folks. This is disappointing. My bigger disappointment, and again, folks, this is just me. This is just me talking, my opinion. The biggest miss of the whole thing is an ABK. Yes, it sucks, and it, and it's a big one. But I really look back and I think, could you imagine a world, folks, where ABK is just doing their thing, there was no sale, and Microsoft picks up Crystal Dynamics, uh, uh, Eidos Montreal, and 50 IP, one of which is Laura Croft, and one of the most famous women in gaming is now going to be an Xbox exclusive. Like, I, I, I mean, it, it, literally the change in Phil Spencer's freaking couch would have paid for these unbelievable IP and two, two Sony-level studios that, given three years, could easily deliver a third-person, story-driven, over-the-shoulder adult content type of game that ga- Xbox gamers have been asking for. So for me... If ABK doesn't exist, we have that. And Laura Croft's is first party. Could you imagine that? So it's 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 actually a double loss because they did they lost out on that because they were laser focused and couldn't make a move because of ABK, and they still lost ABK. <sighs> but we'll get into it. Hargi Chani, I love the background. It is hilarious. And you're still smiling. I actually really are looking forward to hearing your hot take on this because I think that you are just as stunned as most of us. I chuckled. That's it. <laughs> like th- this is always the toss up and they're always going to have an interesting take. Um, but eh, whatever. That's really all it is. Essentially, this is going to be fighting for another year, another two years. That's all this is. It just drags it out. <clears throat> the worst part of this isn't for us. It's actually for the employees of ABK. Yes. The human factor, which I've years talked about. Yes. Crap. Yeah. I-, I mean, I hope they don't leave, but at this point they have to just make the assumption that this is going to drag on and they got to make life choices and you know, the, the working conditions, they matter. They matter more. You know, you can only wait so long and this could mean a lot of trouble for ABK, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, government's just apparently the CMA did not care at all, at all about the employees. Wasn't even no part of it. No, no. it's a mysterious cloud that does not even have a marketplace. Uh, And one of the interesting quotes from the, I think it was a very long document. I'm not sure if it's a 210 page thing. It's, it's, it's incredibly long. long. Uh, One one, one of the comments. Maybe uh, they didn't mention it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. One of the comments, Hargi, was uh, that uh, other, um, other platforms don't have the means to make uh, you know a, a challengeable cloud gaming, and that's why you know we have to protect competition. I mean, whose whose problem is that? Competition is we put something out, you don't have it. Well, you're gonna if you want to be a part of that conversation, you got to make it and spend the investment dollars. Microsoft did that. 
So because they did that and they did it well, <laughs> they're being punished ultimately. It, it, wait, wait. So nobody else could do that. Amazon didn't just put out Luna. Google yes. didn't put out Stadia. Correct. Boostroy Apple didn't Arcade. put out theirs. 100 million, 100 million subscribers. NVIDIA didn't put out theirs. I could keep going. Like, there's many people who are doing cloud gaming. Yeah. You know, not to mention two companies that were bought by PlayStation that also do cloud gaming, and they have a service today. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a bogus statement. It's, it's total crap. Yeah. Like, people are making these things. They're, just, they're doing it, right? So yeah. it's a, whatever. Yeah, you know, to, to quote <clears throat> everyone from this morning, Kayasante, uh, he said something to the effect of, uh, they were always going to block the deal. They just used this as a way to say, hey, look, we're not protecting Sony. We said cloud. How you feeling, brother? Welcome. Oh, I'm I'm feeling good, man. Work has been really busy today. And then out yeah, of nowhere, I, know, I, I look online and, and the salt is flowing, the tears, you know, and Everborn Saga is sick, strategic, I think, you know, is, is a coincidence. As they say, we, I we'll think talk not. more about this on Saturday's uh, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. podcast. Because we'll uh, definitely we be talking about it on Saturday for sure, for sure, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, we will, we will definitely be talking about it. But no, this is this is an interesting place we find ourselves, man. I, 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 I'll wait till we get into the stories proper. But man, it's it's what a day, you know. <laughs> I'm I'm reading all the takes. A lot of people are on my on my Twitter feed doing the little pimp dance, and I'm just like, get out of here with all this ridiculousness right now. Yeah, so, you're yeah, see you know, it. it is what it yeah, is. Yeah, I, I, I would tell Xbox fans not to be bothered. Please don't, don't interact with oh, oh. the trolls. There's Everborn Saga in the chat with many eyeballs. He oh. has a headache, but he's got many eyeballs right now. We, <laughs> no, I, I understand why, why it's, it's been one hell of a day. So it, it will be interesting. It will be interesting. That we'll, I'm looking forward to having the conversation about what they do now and hearing Luke and a few other folks discuss what's going on uh, i will say right off the top before we even before we even get into it proper i will say one more chance that i have to publicly take my head off and give the flowers to the man the wandering dutch for an amazing oh, amazing dude. amazing show if you guys haven't checked it out you need to stop make some time go check it out after the show what it what is what so it? good so good uh, like i've gone back and watched it multiple times and my wish list has grown exponentially because yeah. of this show so thank you sir and we, let's get into it this this evening yeah dutch uh first of all unbelievable uh, achievement uh the 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 indie show that you put on this past saturday i was there for the entire thing uh live it was it was phenomenal i i i, I would even dare say that there are several shows uh and show runners that should look to you for involvement uh because the pacing immediately jumped off the page and, and and ps by the way i had no idea i was taking up that much megabit space with my <laughs> thing because i the next time i'm going to do what Han soul and steel rain did as a tandem except i'm just going to be one craig and, and one mr boom i'm going to say i can't i'm so excited blah 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 i'm going to keep it moving i thought you needed a whole breakdown and i was like wait a second this isn't my show. This is Dutch's show. This is the Dutchies. Dutch, congratulations on an absolutely astounding indie showcase. Folks, please, for the love of Joe, if you love games, and I don't care what console you bow down to. Yeah, there were a lot of PlayStation go, games on there. There too. were a lot of PlayStation, lot of PlayStation yeah, yeah. Go over and check out uh, a Wandering Dutch's 
indie showcase, which he spent ridiculous amount of time doing. It's it's phenomenal. Dutch, how are you feeling, brother? Welcome. Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, yeah, had had a lot of fun creating that show, and of course, hats off to many of you here <laughs> who had the uh, had, uh, was awesome for you all to take part. Pong, boom, yeah, Santa, ever born in the chat with his migraine. Um, <laughs> um, but no, it was it was a pleasure, and of course, like I said, um, the showcase is to highlight games on on every platform, and I think we did that pretty well this year. We covered everything. Um, whether that be Steam, VR, PlayStation, Nintendo, Xbox, um, Epic, um, mobile, yeah. like everybody had a shout this year, and there was a significant amount on every platform. So, um, yeah, it was absolutely awesome. Um, great to hear the feedback, specifically around the pacing, because that's the one thing I think it, you need to nail. If the pacing's off at all, yeah. you can either make it drag or it can make the show feel too quick. Um, need to be just in the in the middle, so it was an absolutely uh, awesome. It was awesome to see everybody turn out turn out as well and enjoy it. Um, but I'm looking forward already because this is only one of two shows this yes, year, and um, right. already got already got some big names lined up for the second one. So it's going to be fun. Yeah, be fun. yeah, yeah. Looking looking forward to that uh, towards the end of the year. Uh, it it will definitely be better than the Keeleys. I can almost guarantee you that. Uh, <laughs> but you know, that's just my. Bias take on it. Uh, Mag, what's going yes. on, brother? I mean, listen, yes. uh, first of all, great secret news behind the scene. I can't share you, folks, but uh, good stuff, as always. Very disappointing, one particular news, which you'll probably yeah. hear about in the in the trade. Very soon. Uh, very soon. Probably very soon. I saw something on it before you gave me that information, and I'm devastated uh, because, mm -hmm. well, that's just what it is. But yes. not only are you here today... You're going to be joining me tomorrow. That is correct. 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh-oh, we lost somebody in the chat. Let's see if we can uh, fix this Argy, branding. He'll be right back. He'll be, he said oh, okay. he'll be right back. There's a giant Series X and S blocking my face now. There we go. There we go. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so you'll be joining me tomorrow at 12 I will. Uh, for uh, uh, 70 minutes. We're going to be talking about the new Star Wars game being Herald. As yes. the greatest Star Wars game ever released in ever released so far, and it's even trumping the original Jedi Fallen Order. It's getting tens across the board. As a matter of fact, Xbox Era uh, Jesse Norris gave it a nine point four out of ten. Fantastic. Wow. I look forward to talking about that tomorrow. But when, listen, we got some great panel members here. And of course, we've got some great guests here Pong Soul, the mighty Luke Steele, and of course, OBM. Thank God OBM's not going to be talking about Halo tonight for once. So that's a, that's a, that's a relief. Uh, and uh, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. But, anyways, listen, we got a lot of things to talk about. And I just want to reassert once again I know Asante and Boom and everybody sort of talked about it. I want to reassert my appreciation for what Dutch put together. Yeah. And uh, I didn't watch it live. I was working, but I did get to see it after the fact. And, uh, and of course, we spoke about it uh, within, the, within our group about what we thought about it. And it was wonderful. I look forward to seeing you taking on the Keeleys because I got to tell you, it had everything that was required to be a professional show. And all you just need is a stage now. So you know what I'm saying? Like, we got to get it out there. Got to get it, share it out with people. We got to get it so people can say, look, at this guy's got talent. Let's get him to put together the next showcase for fill in the blank, right? Let's get him out right. there. So that was a great show, Dutch. Just wanted to say that again. Um, anyways, listen, I'm not going to hold it up anymore. We got seven people on this panel right now. Let's get into the show. We got a lot to talk about. Uh, nothing really happened today, so it was a pretty slow news day. Yeah, so uh, we'll just yeah. talk about something. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> let's get into it. You know, Keasante, uh, you know Pixelbit G pretty well. As a matter of fact, uh, he yes, was on your show just recently. 
Um, yes, sir. And you call uh, him the lore master. The lore master, Pixel Bit G, good friend of this particular program. You know, he put out a tweet that I thought was pretty, uh, pretty interesting and worthy of a conversation, specifically with you. Uh, he says, with all of the words that the CMA.UK used to produce their 140-plus uh, page letter, the key component here remains. Protect the market leaders and screw consumers. Not sure if I've ever heard a ruling that says we will block the growth of a new market because of the old leader, old market leaders cannot pivot. And what he's referring to is in uh, is in um, semi paragraphs E and F, and he's mm -hmm. and it says this: post transaction, Nintendo and SIE would remain market leaders on in console, but the merger would allow Microsoft to steer the market towards a subscription based model. And here's where F gets a little a little funky. Uh, Microsoft would use its cloud infrastructure to operate cloud uh, Xbox cloud gaming. Something other market participants such as SIE cannot do. Building mm -hmm. cloud infrastructure uh, with Microsoft's capabilities would not be financially feasible to the other market uh, uh, participants. Yes, at is yes. pretty freaking crazy. So because I mean again, folks, I'm paraphrasing here, okay? Mm -hmm. But because the other two market leaders will not pivot and will not invest the dollars to do what Microsoft has done, because you know Microsoft sees years, sometimes decades mm -hmm. in the in, in, in front of them, and they say, Well, we have to work now for tomorrow. And there, this is this is a, ultimately they're being penalized. This is yeah. this is crazy talk. It's basically it's basically like saying yes, we see you're playing with Jordan, so you get to use his sneakers. He gets to walk barefoot because that's the only thing that's fair. It's weird. It's weird and un, un, unreasonable how they went about it. Um, I have there's so much to talk about, and, and there's so many folks, the brilliant individual here that that need to get in. I will just say. When we started this whole conversation about this whole ABK thing, right? I said this on the show really early on that the FTC was, by and large, the FTC and all the regular, all the regulatory bodies are all on the basically the same page of big tech bad. They just were, but right early on the on the onset, it seemed like the FTC kind of went a little, a little too much task early and started using ridiculous, really unthought about arguments to make their point. So much so that the other regulatory bodies basically had to distance themselves and say, hey, you know, by the way, the rubric you're using, using is wrong, right? They, they said to them. And by the way, they didn't say what, they, what, you're, what you're asserting that they said as far as uh, um, keeping uh, a Bethesda game exclusive and things like that. So because of that, it gave me hope that they would focus on the merit because the merit is the only way you should be focused on right. even though yeah it looked like there was political ground being seeded everywhere right right ultimately with this result and this is just me like with this result it tells me that yeah they were still on that exact same page mm -hmm. they just found a different needle to thread to get exactly where they wanted to go anyway right because if you really look at it there are arguments to be made, and let's let's be a hundred percent clear here. Like uh, I think a lot of folks, maybe some some are different than me on here, but my my disappointment here 
is more, and I am definitely disappointed. My disappointment here is more on the on the idea that precedent, law, all the 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 stuff that exists that make you feel comfortable about the process don't exist if political headwinds are are, are blowing faster, right? Yeah. It it means that the merit of the case, which should be where it begins and ends, gets moved in favor of political headwinds when there's enough fervor in the community and enough uh, money on the ground to be to be dealt with and to me that's very very disappointing it's it's yeah. very disappointing right uh it doesn't go further than that for me because frankly i don't play call of duty that much i play the the campaign i'm i'm one of those rare plebes that play I the am. campaign yeah. instead of the the instead of the 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 multiplayer right uh when when all this news started blowing over and we all started talking about it we were excited about the past IPs. That was another area that I was excited about. So the idea that this going forward or not going forward will 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 hurt me as a gamer in any way, not at all, right? I was I was gonna buy, I was gonna end up buying uh, Doom, uh, I'm Doom, uh, Diablo Four anyway. You know, all the the games that I want to play, I will play because lucky enough, I'm able to do that with whatever hardware I have. So it's not about that. Honestly, if I have any qualms it's about the fact that the excuse you're using is basically that an excuse right it's it's a market that's kind of non-existent they right. they uh, within the within the the, the 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 concerns that they noted that they were noting they said something to the effect of uh, um they the although microsoft was offering remedies or offering deals for 10 years to all these different regulatory uh, to all these different uh, um cloud competitors what they saw and they thought was 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 concerning was the fact that they're not offering it to multi-game server multi-game uh, cloud services let's be clear when that was being adjudicated there were no multi-game services that you could offer a deal to except right. playstation who refused to sign the deal right. they're the only multi-game service right a week two weeks afterwards well, guess what? Luna just decided to join the UK. So now there's another multi-game service, right? But they're the only multi-game service. Now, now for those who don't understand what multi-game service is, a service you subscribe to, you get a bunch yeah. of different games, COD being one of them, versus GeForce Now, which is not a multi-game service. It's just you own it already, and now you get to play it in the cloud. So there are differences, right? So... Um, the the regulatory bodies literally gave Microsoft as 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 uh, the man Pong So likes to say and shout out to you sir a honey do list they gave them that list and that's where all the weird names started coming up people are like what's who's Boosteroid yeah it all came from the actual regulatory bodies list right they gave them that list of these are the ones that we think might be harmed with the cloud services and what did Microsoft do you get a deal you get a deal yeah. we saw mm -hmm. that happen they did not mention any service that had multi-game and then they use that against them later to go well you didn't offer any multi-game services a deal you didn't put any on the list because frankly there are very few and far between that are actually yeah. multi-game services besides a uh, game pass themselves and playstation plus premium and luna which at the time when that multi-game thing was being talked about was not in the uk or eu yeah. right they just joined recently so all of that is to say that Definitely what, what, what you were saying that you were talking with, with Everborn about. That's exactly what's going on here, in my humble opinion. They wanted an excuse. They couldn't use the ridiculous notions that the FTC were using because that was just a little too ridiculous. So they found their own needle to thread 
a service that's literally like an, it, it's it's like the equivalent of saying we're not going to let your deal pass because because an accessory to the market is more important than the market itself. That's literally what's happening here. Like a, a, a side feature, and you know it's a side feature because anyone that's tried it full bore, I'm looking at you, Stadia, has walked around, turned with their, their tail between their legs. Yep. It's not ready for prime time. It no. is only a service that adds value to an existing market that, that's there right now, right? And the existing market being cloud, uh, being uh, console and PC and handheld, you know, and, 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 and mobile, right? So... I, I'm, I look forward to hearing what, uh, the, some fiery takes from Hargeet and a few others, but I'm just genuinely just kind of like, uh, I, I really, really hoped that they would follow the, the, the merit here, right? So we can go, oh, at least one of them did that. And it clearly looks like they didn't do that. They, they went down their own political path, yeah. you know, just like FTC went down their own political path. It is what it is. Now, the idea of, is this over versus, oh, they're going to keep fighting the good fight? I don't know if we'll talk about that, but like honestly, and I'll 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 pass the mic off after saying this. Honestly, seeing what Microsoft has done until now, which is unable to walk gum, walk and chew gum at the same time, yeah. I hope they don't continue fighting the fight. Right? You 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 you've 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 let your your brand in the minds of your your hardcore languish to a point where they're now grabbing the pitchforks coming for you, right? All in the hopes that today would be the day when you, you would then refocus on them. We've seen that you can't do both. Whether it be because, you know, the context of we want to look weak or we want whatever reason, you're not able to, to, to make your, your, your consumers happy all the while handling this deal here. So if this means a question of, hey, will they move forward and fight the good fight? I think it's, it's a bit of a delay tactic. Could could we see a world where they fight the good fight and 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 still prevail? Hey, stranger things have happened. Like like the like the 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 CMA actually taking Microsoft's word for it and removing console as a part of the the rem remedial uh, concerns. Right? Yeah. Weirder things have happened, so it could. But the question is, are we all willing to wait a year and change for that to then materialize? That's... At this point, seeing how Microsoft moves when they're in the middle of this kind of thing. I say, unfortunately, cut bait and move on to what's what 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 we came here for, which is the damn games. That's, yeah. that's all I'll say. Let, Asante, let's move on. Asante, mm -hmm. one quick sentence. I'm not gonna please. Whatever. That's all right. Here's the talk. thing. They have to cut it off, and you know why? Because the mm -hmm. competition ain't slowing down. They're speeding yep. up. Yes. They're now, speeding you, up. They're gaining. If steam. you could. If you, they're getting steam. I see what you're Oh, he, he, he. Oh. <laughs> if you could, if you showed us you could walk and chew gum at the same time, hey, your console gamers are happy, right. your platform gamers are happy, while you're over here fighting the good fight, keep going. Because in my world, I still think the merit should be the beginning and the middle and the, and the end of yes. any of these kind of proceedings. The truth. And the, the, and the, the fact, the, the truth, that's right, right? Well, right Rather now, than the... some political wins. You know, it, it just it, yeah. it, it irks me from within that that's where we are. But since you can't walk and chew gum at the same time and I have to choose, go get another studio. Go focus on your games. There you know, you lost some money. Move do. forward. Yeah, yeah. There, there, there is a lot they can do. I, I know. I know. Listen, folks, I, I'm with you. First of all, we're closing in on 900. We right? see that. Folks, I mean, 
I, I got the hands crossed here. Can we break one? Can we cross a thousand? Let's do it tonight, guys. I, Let's I, do today it. would be the day. We'd cross a thousand. Yes, sir. Uh, Dutch, I, I want to go to you next because you got to skedaddle out of here. You got to get up early. Uh, Post up, who I sent a, I sent the invite to. He's incredibly busy. I mean, Post up is absolutely amazing. He put a post, and it's very interesting because it really does in go in line with exactly what Kaysante just said. And post up, obviously, there's Florian Muller, there's uh, uh, Law, there's Benji Sales. I mean, the, the, these fine folks, if you're not following any of them, please, by all means, Boomstick approved every one of them. Post up put up something uh, which is pretty interesting, Dutch. Uh, uh, boom. Now, Yes, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I, I think the headached one is in the chat. He's uh -oh. in the private DMs. He might be here. He's <laughs> here. Hold on a sec. Let me fix it. Let me, let, 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 let's fix it. Oh, yay, Everborn. He's here. Okay. Hey, I'm, I'm only here for like two minutes. Because I do oh, feel man. terrible. It's not a headache. It's like a flu kind of thing. <sighs> okay. Oh, All right. So. Oh, Let's 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 get your two minute take, and then we will go to Dutch because Dutch has got to get like out of here. Sound like just well. heard the news. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, I actually <laughs> called him at seven oh three this morning, and he's like, "Yeah, boom, well, no." We, and, and and he's like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm fine." I, again, they're not going to block me from buying a house, which is which is what me and Mister right. want to do. You never good. know; Sony might have it out for you. They may. They might. Jim's going to out bid you. They're going to outbid us in, in 2024, and then we're not going to get our home. God damn it! Oh, All right, so Everborn, let's let's get your hot take. I know you're not feeling well, brother. Thanks so much for popping in. Um, talk about it, brother. Let let let's get your tinfoil hat twirling mustache take. So we know that they sort of turned back the um, the console. Or council, uh, I know that I have a fan <laughs> that uh, is worried about how I say that, but the, the, the console SLC because their math was wrong, right? Right. Now I want you. I want to point you to some math that they have used to, for deciding Microsoft's uh, dominance in the cloud space. They are conflating all Game Pass numbers revenue with actual uh, market share in cloud gaming, mm. right? But not everyone that uses Game Pass uses cloud gaming. And the revenue, the revenue stream for Game Pass is not from cloud gaming. It is, you know, from people on Xbox that download the games, people on PC that download the games and play them. So is their math actually looking at the correct are they level setting correctly is the question right because they completely com compared one year of of losses to five years of gains right. are they conflating the revenue of game pass with microsoft's market position in cloud so i think now that that's now quite question everyone do do we don't get to see that breakdown but is but do the regulators get to see the breakdown of cloud users versus just standard game pa uh, game pass users? I, I'm sure this is info Microsoft would have provided had they asked for it. Mm. Ah, okay. Right. So In the same way, the, the one to five years, because Microsoft learns after they put out the report. Right. There was some talk of Microsoft knowing, you know, getting the document beforehand and having time to 
iron things out, but it seems that this has come to a sh as a shock to everyone, mm. right? There was a tweet yesterday that the Microsoft Twitter account had to delete that says, how about we get an early, uh, we sign off early, we, we've earned it, and they had to delete that. So yeah. um, they, were, they were confident. Lulu uh, Chen also sounded confident. Everyone sounded confident. So this seems as though mm. it has come as a surprise. And I say that because whenever they knew about bad news beforehand, you'd hear some weird news of them coming out and complaining or signing a deal or something. You yeah. never heard that this time. Right. So I wonder if that's going to be their attack pattern. Is the CMA using flawed math on cloud as well? That being said, I think they should cut bait and run. I think they should pay the three, the $3 billion fee. And I want to ask everyone in the chat that's upset about this and everyone in, on the panel, right? Um, what are your COD hours or your World of Warcraft hours or your Candy Crush hours? I think all of us were looking at this deal for what could be or what may be. Will they bring back Hexen, right? Will they bring back StarCraft? Will they bring back uh, Tony Hawk or Crash? And to that, I would say, we can't even get a Killer Instinct. <laughs> we, we can't get Banjo-Kazooie. Thank you, sir. Thank so, you. So yeah. what, what indication do we have that those things actually wouldn't have happened and this was more of a cash cow for them? And everyone that talks about this deal has been saying for the last year, we want it to happen because on the merits it should have happened, but it was really so Microsoft could could have a stronger position in the market so that they could ha get more deals done and they could potentially green light games. It wasn't actually apart from Diablo. It wasn't. It wasn't because we were excited about that stuff. We always talked about what's next. Is it Capcom? Is it Sega? Is it Square? So perhaps they flew too close to the sun. And, and I'm not saying they don't have a good case. I'm just saying they have prostrated themselves in public. And I'm talking about walking out in the public square naked and whipping themselves with a spike bat. <laughs> this is what they've been doing for the last year. And Man, the doom and gloom. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not that. It's not that. I, we, we can all, we've all speculated that they have been trying to make themselves look bad so that the deal can get done. What I'm saying is that time has passed. Yeah. And I would not be surprised if Sony feeling confident finally announces their their show with all the stuff they actually had plans that they were lying to the regulators about and all their foreclosure strategies. So I say it's not this is not the end of the world or doom and gloom. Right. How about they go after targets that that fill holes in in the portfolio? Yeah, the only problem with that is since if they don't get this, they're getting nothing. You just have to accept that reality. It doesn't matter if it costs $200 million or $2 billion or $20 billion. They're getting nothing. So if they give up on this, it's over. Well, that's another, that's another aspect of it where it's a gamble because you are correct. It seems as though regulators can block things based off mar markets that they created and they can just make shit up. Pardon my French. Right. So if 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 this is the thing, right, they blocked the Giphy deal, right? They tried to block the Meta Within deal, but Facebook fought that. I, I see why one would say you have to fight this 
because then it's lights out. They just don't want you competing because no matter how much facts are in their face, they're going to all they're going to see is one hundred billion dollar company versus two trillion dollar company. And uh, the last thing I'll say before I, before I uh, switch back to listener is if you've paid attention to the stock price, Activision is down, Microsoft is up, right? Because yeah, they're they're if, they have bucks, a lot of yeah. investors in Microsoft that actually want them to focus less on gaming and focus on other things. I, see, and that's the probably the biggest one of the biggest like side stories that I think. You know, like mm -hmm. ABK was never for me. I, I could, I mean, I played Call of Duty once every few years. Um, it's, it, you know, it's never that exciting. But I, I did the thing I looked at is somebody who plays on Xbox that wants them to compete is that, you know, this was the point where they could no longer turn back. This is the point where all those, those, you know, you've heard that, like, you know, Tom Henderson, I know he got a lot of crap for it, but I, I, I really do think that that has always existed in Microsoft. And I, it used to be a lot louder. Nadella's kind of drowned it out, you know, the last few years, but there's always been this contingent that says, Microsoft, you're business to business, you're cloud, you're AI. What are you doing in this consumer thing that you're obviously nope. not really good at? And, and you're diluting yourself. And, and it, even today, like the, some of those, some of those people are going like you've now set yourself up to make it more difficult to buy open AI and all these other things because of what the, what this precedent sets. So I think there this is actually a lot bigger than just uh, this is why I'm actually going to agree with Hargi. I think that for Microsoft, this is probably much bigger than just gaming. Yep. It's bigger than ABK. It's bigger than gaming. And, and it's probably even bigger than Microsoft. If if the CMA can hold hold on this and the cat and cat backs them up, they they've now. In, in the last, this is the biggest decision from a regulatory body in the last 50 years in terms of impact on like on the economies, on markets, on mergers and acquisitions. And the CMA is going to like, you know, they got their chest out. They right now have uh, have made that statement. And I think that Microsoft is I don't know what their chances are. I, at this point, I'm not predicting anything when it comes to politics. Uh, I figured it, it, this would be hard to. to <laughs> yeah, you can't honestly for crazy you can't predict politics. Yeah, yeah. That whole law actually said that. As a matter of fact, he said that you can't account for crazy. Yeah, so, right. it's, it's beyond. And the thing is, and, and I think a lot of people and I and I first of all, I apologize jumping in. You know what? Listen, I, I, we're going to come to you next. Yeah. I, I do want to get Dutch because Dutch has got to get yeah, out of here. Let me Gosh. say one. Let go me ahead. say one last thing before before uh, I get out of here. So um, I don't know if it because there are so many twenty billion dollar acquisitions. They just they bought a bunch of things. They invested ten billion in OpenAI. It's not as though they can't invest. This was they the largest publisher, trade. right? So I, right. I I don't think it's that sort of end of the world. But they did fly very close to the sun, and it's not that investors want them to get out. It's that investors think, you know, 70 or $68 billion seemed like a, like a deal um, a year and a half ago. But if you look at what the market has done, they may be paying too much. And so they may just say, listen, what is it possible? And I'm old enough to remember when Microsoft tried to purchase Yahoo for $40 billion and the idiot shareholders were, were saying that wasn't enough. And we all know what happened to Yahoo subsequently after. Yeah. But Microsoft was saved from making a $40 billion waste of money purchase. So is there a world where um, they have saved um, 
they've been they've they've been saved from themselves and a smaller acquisition which does not move the needle like this which does not get as many eyeballs and will not um trigger any sort of regulatory thresholds perhaps that's the way to go like yeah. sega that's it bye guys sega have a right, definitely right. above the threshold take it easy good hearing <laughs> from you all right listen dutch <laughs> i i want to read something because everyone has made a lot of points regarding the cloud thing which is obviously why they blocked it uh now uh this this update comes to us from uh post up it's post up underscore sog on twitter follow this man Go to his channel. He got he just crossed 1,700 subscribers. I'd love to see the guy hit 2K. Well deserved. His content is phenomenal. He's talking about an analyst uh named Juiced uh J O S J O O S T Juiced von Drinnen, uh, who lectures at New York University's Stein Business School. And he said several things. Uh, that the CMA was making an apples-to-oranges comparison between Microsoft's Game Pass cloud offering and those of Amazon, Sony, Sony NVIDIA, and, uh, NVIDIA Corp., and others. And this is what he also said, Dutch, which is pretty interesting, and it falls right in line with, 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 uh, with everyone that has already talked already uh, this evening. He says this, I think... They're rather misinformed on what the cloud gaming market is. Uh, They're conflating cloud gaming with the revenue model. Then they're looking at it as a distinct technology and a market in another sense. I don't think that they can compare the way Microsoft uses cloud gaming to the way Amazon uses it for Luna. Um, he He goes on to say, the market share is driven by the popularity of Game Pass, not the popularity of cloud gaming within gamers. Uh, I mean, tremendous points. He, again, uh, uh, Mr. Drunen, uh, who he lectures at University's Stern Business School here in New York. Uh, what What are your hot takes on what uh, Kay Asante had to say? Mother, you know, a one one bad mother. And of course, um, uh, who stayed home from school and, and, and is now, uh, you know, on the podcast, uh, Evermore Saga. What, what, what are your what are your takes on this? Because to me, it seems very weak source. Yeah, it's there's, there's a lot. Obviously, there's a lot to unpack with it. Um, for me, primarily, um, there's there's multiple things, it's, and I'm going to comment on several things that I keep seeing on Twitter first and foremost, and likely we'll see in the chat. I haven't got the chat open tonight. Um, but likely we'll see in the chat as well is um, regarding the Microsoft, why don't you just ignore the UK and just block it out entirely and just close the deal and just get rid of the divest the UK side? Well, that's never going to happen. It's the second largest market that Microsoft operates in. It's not going to happen. Secondly, you're not going to divest that market anyway because that would be logistically, physically impossible. You would have to completely some somehow segment a, a whole fortune of games away from that market and potentially attempt to try and operate that way. You're also going to have to reverse the technology that is capable for operating cloud gaming within the UK and prevent its use there. It's not just a case of blocking the deal for the sake of blocking a, a certain segment off. You would have to do a lot of work in the background in order to reverse what is already there to segment a certain market away from it. And that isn't then assisting with 
competition that's preventing competition so it kind of goes against what they're attempting to do which is provide that competition in the market um in terms of the cloud gaming segment um the per the point that they kind of stipulated there with um microsoft having the the host advantage and, and other consumers not being able to compete i think they can they're slightly conflating the fact that they uh, going on the basis that each person has to have their own cloud infrastructure in order to compete, and that is not true. Um, they can, without doubt, use any of the other two largest web, uh, cloud infrastructures in the world, uh, AWS being the first, largest, that's Amazon World Services, um, which is the largest cloud infrastructure in order to get a, a cloud gaming segment up and running. They can use Google, which has been has a proven track record of being probably the most stable and in terms of picture quality and performance, the best even over Microsoft's cloud gaming segment. It's a better technical advancement than cloud than the Microsoft has. So there is, there is no requirement from any either Sony or Nintendo to use their own cloud infrastructure in order to get into the cloud gaming market. That has nothing to do with that segment. And the yep. fact that they're associating the xCloud or the gaming portion of that with Azure and saying, okay, well, yeah, well, Nintendo and, and Sony don't have the infrastructure, so they can't compete. They don't need to have their own infrastructure to compete is the point. Microsoft know that, and the regulators clearly don't know that. The regulators clearly seem to think that any other competitor has to have their own infrastructure in order to compete in cloud gaming. That isn't true. That is factually right. not true. Right. They can use any other cloud infrastructure in order to compete. We already know that Sony have a deal with Microsoft to use Azure that they've chosen not to continue with or not to do anything with over the, the terms that they've already had this agreement in place. So at any point, Sony, and especially we know that the likes of Amazon and Google are against the deal. Sony could quite easily go to Amazon or Google, sign an agreement to use their, their infrastructure, yeah. and get a gaming cloud uh, segment up and running. And probably relatively quickly if you're using the exact same infrastructure that Stadia used. Pretty yeah, yeah, which, which, which is already Google. Yes. tested. It's proof tested. Yep. So you know it's already it's, it's already on the Linux pla platform, which is what um, uh, which is what uh, uh, PlayStation uses already anyway. So exactly. Stadia is your best bet, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. So on that front, uh, it's a there's a, a flaw in the argument there on in terms of regulators. I don't think I think they they attaching Azure as a whole uh, and Microsoft's use of Azure worldwide too much to gaming um, and not kind of the market as a whole, the gaming market specifically, where you don't need to have your own infrastructure in order to get into cloud gaming. You can use any other infrastructure available on the market in order to do that. So you don't have to build your, your infrastructure to get involved, um, which is where you see the likes of Boostroid, et cetera, get involved. Like they, yep. they have cloud gaming available, like NVIDIA. They have cloud gaming available. They don't use their own uh, inf cloud infrastructure they use others' cloud infrastructure in order to get their services up and running, which is what it is. Um, 
Yes, I at one point I will agree. It is it would be financially impossible for either Sony or Nintendo in order to get a, the actual cloud infrastructure from scratch built in a time frame that would allow them to keep up. But this isn't about Microsoft's Azure in the in the worldwide segment. This is strictly about the gaming segment. Mm-hmm. As Asante mentioned earlier, I think it was might have been um, Hargeet. In terms of the, in terms of the, uh, or it could have been Everborn actually. <laughs> in terms of the actual association between Game Pass subscribers and the amount of Game Pass users that use cloud, that is something that they clearly haven't stipulated there because they're just going on the assumption that all 30, 30 million plus Game Pass subscribers use cloud gaming. But that's yeah. an assumption. And a, the, that's half, definitely not true of, either. Yeah. A lot of what this is and a lot of what this is that they, they're kind of blocking the deal on is based on an assumption of something or, or where a market could be in 10 to 15 years, not where it is and where it likely will be based on facts. We don't know. Like There is absolutely zero way of anybody knowing whether or not consoles will still be around in 20 years' time. Mm-hmm. Whether or not the cloud, not not even just cloud infrastructure, but whether or not the actual networks available for cloud infrastructure to thrive will have caught up to the point where countries worldwide will be on one gigabit, one gigabit Ethernet, um, well, sorry, one gigabit fiber as a standard, and everyone will be on, uh, everybody will be on uh, 6G networks because 5G currently it's it's good. But is it capable of actually running a really capable cloud streaming gaming platform? Not really. No, you tend to find the vast majority of the time, vast majority of the time, you have to be on Wi-Fi to really use cloud gaming. You, you do. And there's no more you can be in the best place for 5G streaming you want, but there's always going to be artifact and there's going to be some, some kind of lagging issues. There's going to be some issues there. The only way to overcome that is that the actual infrastructure worldwide of, of internet is severely increased, is improved beyond measure, and that's going to take much longer than 10, 20 years to do that. It's going to be much longer because it's going to require heavy investment by governments worldwide in order to do that. Um, so that's going to be taking far too long to do. Um, so it, it's based on theoreticals. Luke's going to obviously get into to that a little bit more on the in-depth side of the theoretical approach that the, the CMA have went into. Um, on on their thoughts about cloud gaming, etc. Because of course that's an entirely different thing on whether or not that would actually stand up as an argument if it was taken where where it looks like it is going. It is going to cat. Will at least they're going to lodge that appeal to take it to cat. Whether or not it gets granted or not is another thing. Um, but um, it's based on again, it's based on heavy theoreticals on where this market might be. Um, and again. It's it's just I just find a lot of the arguments a little bit strange, um, and in the way that they've presented them, I don't I don't understand where they've come to some of their conclusions um, or their their thoughts behind it, and, that, and this is why a lot of a lot of the including Wall Street seem to be a little bit baffled by the decision because they don't they're not sure how they've come to the conclusions based on what they've said. Um, and, and what they've stipulated. So, yeah, it's going to be a long, drawn-out procedure. Um, yep. Personally, on, on, on my channel, I am. we're still going to get the, the EU's decisions momentarily. That's going to come in within the next couple of weeks. 
we're still going to get the FTC battle, which we know is going to drag on for months. Um, so this is, it's far from being concluded or, or not concluded. Um, at this point, I am thankful is what is what is now going to be a little bit of breaking, I would say breaking proceedings because this isn't going to close anytime soon. No. It's going to be 24, 25 earliest. Um, which is unfortunate for us, but it's kind of fortunate in another circumstance, which means we can actually get on to talking about other things whilst this steamrolls in the background. Um, but it's a bit it's a bit baffling. I think the FTC are probably at this point now going to use the same argument going forward in order to kind of argue this case, because they will um, kind of look at this now and say, okay, that's an ammunition we can go down. This is how we can use it to kind of get it blocked on our end as well aside from this thing so this is what we'll battle it on so now we've got ammunition from the CMA as to what they're doing they're going to wait for the EU and then they're going to use what if the EU opt the same I think and this is another thing I'll say if 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 at this point in a couple of weeks time when the EU come to their decision that they're going to also do that I agree with absolutely everybody on, the, on this panel walk away walk away step back yeah. Invest yep. that seventy billion into marketing where you need to spend heavily. Invest it into um, localization, which you need to spend heavily on, and then reinvest on the studios you already have, of which thirty-two. Or of go them get some of the ones that you're working with. Like you know, well, the, yeah. the, 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 there's something to be said about bringing in certain affinity and Iowa Interactive. And, but uh, it's not Avalanche. even just that. It's, it's it's they have thirty-two studios, of which we're only just beginning to see any of those come to fruition this year. Yeah. And even then, Redfall's already had its issues. It's people crying out for its delay because it can't even do its sixty frames a second on a first-person shooter. And then you've got Starfield, which has had its 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 large delay. Forza Motorsports being pushed back from its early spring release to God knows when this year, like. You need to reinvest whatever it is internally, focus in-house. Like you say, they've taken their eyes off the ball, which is mm. I personally think they've done in recent months. They've focused far too heavily on this transaction and not heavily enough on what is actually right in front of them, which is the current 32 studios they have to make sure that they are hitting it out of the park. They cannot afford to have another year like they had last year mm. at all. Because the, the entire generation will completely get away from them. If they do it this year, the generation's over. If they cannot get to grips with things now, the generation is done for them. Done. When you're posting negative results and your competition's posting 400% positive results, you need to get a grip of it quickly. And I think they've taken their eyes off the ball and they need to refocus. That's Overall, that's my thoughts on the matter. I mean, there's strong points, Dutch. I appreciate you being a part of the show. I know you got to get on out of here, brother. Thanks again for, for popping in, giving us your hot take and uh, your honest hot take. Uh, dude, uh, obviously, before, you know, we don't need to tell we don't need to sell your brand because it's quite it's quite popular. But talk about let people know if they missed your the the indie event live last Saturday, where they can go check that out. Yeah, definitely, of course. So the Community Indie Showcase, um, the third annual one, is is on my channel, The Wondering Dutch, of course, with the awesome Mr. Boomstick, Pong Soul, Kiasante, uh, Everbone Saga, Steel Rain, uh, Duncan Voices, Boxing Burger, to name a few, myself, Aaron Greenberg stepped in, uh, 
We had, uh, of course, Delala Studios, um, who did, uh, as we all know, Battletoads and now doing Disney Illusion Land. Uh, we had, of course, Hypercharge and Box on there. We had 85 plus games. It was just over two and a half hours in length. Um, and uh, games from absolutely every platform you can imagine. Some absolute bangers on there. And we're talking, you cannot differentiate between what you would probably class as AAA to Versus small indie. indie studios. Yeah. yeah. Like there's some, what, what that, indies are that doing. Neo Berlin, that Neo Berlin had me like, oh my God, I have never seen anything <laughs> like it. Oh man, oh man. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of like Max Payne. It was, uh, it, it was, yeah, it was looking really good. But uh, yeah, there's some some fantastic titles on there, some, some great choices. And uh, again, we have another showcase uh, on the 23rd of September. So you can book it in now. 23rd of September. I'll drop some names here now of who we've got for the second showcase so I can kind of give you a first glimpse. Uh, ACG will be taking part in the next one. Nice, dude. Awesome. We'll have Lord Cognito on the next one. Excellent. Uh, Mr. Bad Bit, of course, will be on okay, the next one. Okay, good old Joe. Bring him coming around. <laughs> uh, among many others. Um, but, uh, yes, there's a couple of names that are already definitely confirmed for the next one and a lot of, a lot of big names in the works as well, so... Um, I hope you all uh, enjoy it if you haven't watched it already. And for those who have, thank you for the support. All right, um, have an awesome so night, much. chaps. And I'm looking forward to listening to the uh, the rest of you in the in the chat. <laughs> Thanks, dude. All right, brother. We'll talk soon. Uh, let me uh, let's, uh, all right, wait for him to go. And when he's gone, we'll switch it over. There you go. So everyone's here. Okay. So listen, Pong. I, I want to get your hot take on this, brother, but I do got to catch up on the Super Chats, and my God, there's been a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, there is. Uh, the first one of the day comes the way of 1, 2, 3, 4, 8, uh, 9, 8, 7, 6. They drop a $5 Super Chat and says, just ban all third-party exclusives, then Sony can't be allowed to get away with this. It's time for Xbox to stop playing nice. Uh, Drawn TJ drops a $5 Super Chat and says, pull out of the UK uh, the CMA pulled out of, uh, wow, I'm not going to say what he said. Uh, but, yes, don't, uh, uh, I will say this, they can't. They they, they just they just can't. Uh, and I think the CMA might know that. I mean, there, I will say that there is going to be lessening investment by Microsoft and potentially Activision Blizzard King uh, in, in that region of the, uh, of the world because this is disappointing for sure. Uh, Brett Bingham, who's been the channel member for six months, drops a $5 super chat and says, uh, the CMA's ruling essentially says it's not okay for MS to buy devs as a po as a possible future market leader. It's not it, it's not actual market leaders. SIE over there, was, uh, he said, market leaders there are Sony Interactive Entertainment, Apple, and Google. Shaking my head, yeah. Uh, Mike in the chat drops a very generous eleven dollar super chat and says the CMA was very quick decide with sony yet ignores the entire industry that supports this deal it's clear that there's an agenda uh with these regulators uh, i would not be surprised if the ftc had influence and it's been suggested by that by our own congress which is scary um brett bingham drops an additional five dollars super chances don't blame microsoft that google didn't invest and choose uh, Donnie D 2.0, Phil Harrison, the worst gaming executive of all time. Yeah, every time wherever that guy goes, it's uh, he brings the, the unlucky charms. The, with gr him. the Grim Reaper of gaming. Yeah, he's him. definitely not not a lucky charm. I will tell you that. Uh, Highlander <laughs> 001 drops a very generous ten dollar super chat. 
and says what the CMA did will make high-tech companies think twice about doing business in the UK. I'm a Game Pass subscriber. I have eight months left as a cons- as a customer. I need a reason to resub. We need games. I mean, I, I there's a lot of games, but I know what you're talking about. It. You, you, we we got to start seeing the first party bangers, folks. I'm sorry, it, it's time. This uh, the, I, I get nobody wants broken games, and like I said, I'm gonna play the hell out of Redfall. If I fi- if I'm bothered by the 30 frames, then I will stop playing and go back to Jedi Survivor or Dead Island 2 or finish up. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. I, I have so many games, I don't even have enough hands and eyes to play. So I'll figure it out. But listen, it's it's the first big one. Hopefully, we're not bothered by the 30 frames. It releases next week. I'm looking forward to it. Um, that's all I can say about that. Uh, okay, so uh, that was hard. Heat. Uh, Tom from Toonami. Just a very generous $5 super chat and says, if this means another eight months plus of no real news for Xbox, I'd rather they just drop the deal at this point and start using Sony's playbook with Microsoft's money. And you know what? That's starting to be the sediment of many people. Nobody wants another year of this. I, I, I Listen, I, as a podcaster who does this five days a week, I love talking about gaming as a, as a whole. But I want to get back to talking about games and not ABK and... You know, unfortunately, we're talking about it today. It sucks. It, 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 what happened today sucks. There's no, there's no way to put it. Uh, Everborn Saga dropped a $5 super chat and says, Sorry for the sick day, gents. Had to take the day off from work as well. That said, uh, we should all focus on the positive. Microsoft is free to go after Sega now. I knew, well, I knew there was going to be a Sega comment there. Uh, <laughs> Nathaniel Sullivan drops a very generous $5 super chat. Nathaniel, welcome to the show, brother. He says this. So what is uh, a, so what is the working relationship with ABK and Sony like after this? I can't imagine the retribution of a uh, of of a kind coming from Xbox and ABK. Yeah, I, I there's there's burn bridges. There's there's no doubt about it. Uh, we have uh, Sanchez MTZ Gaming. Drops a very generous $5 super chat. He says, GFN dominates cloud gaming. CMA should be concerned about them, not Xbox. I don't even know who GFN is. Uh, GeForce Now. Yeah, G-Force. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Thank you. Sotnist drops a very generous $2 super chat and says, we want affordable, accessible games he believes this move is anti-consumer. Oh, it's definitely anti-consumer. They, they, they could care less about... They, they kept mentioning our UK consumers. They don't care about UK consumers. They just don't. Uh, he drops an additional uh, $2 of jet and says, what cloud competitors are we supposed to wait for? And that's, that's excellent. Uh, that's an excellent question. Samurai in the chat. Uh, Samurai S drops... Wow. A very generous $20 super chat. And he says, this showcase will be better than E3 2018. I certainly hope so, and they need it. Uh, after after today's very disappointing news, I kind of want to see a Sony-esque Year of Dreams kind of show for Xbox. I, I, I think they need to tell us that, listen, yes, we're going to fight the good fight, but you gamers, don't worry about this ABK thing. Here are these games for your platform that you love. Boom. Slap me across the face with it. It's fine. Pause. But you know what? Do it. I'll take it. Uh, Captain Chats drops a very generous 
five pound super chat and says, as a Brit, I can tell you our government is shady as F. It does not surprise me or my fellow countrymen that the CMA has spun uh, spun it this way, uh, the way that they have. Yeah, I, that's very disappointing. Um, let's see. One, two, three, four drops. It says MS tried, uh, drops a $2 super chat and says MS tried to be nice. It's time to fight dirty. I Listen, I've been saying that for a while. Brett Bingham drops an additional $2 super chat and says smash the like button. Thank you so much for that, Brett. Definitely appreciate it. Uh, Mike Clark. Drops a $2 super chat, an additional $2 super chat, and says, Sega Capcom, wishful thinking. A Capcom would be ridiculous. Uh, Voidlock drops a very generous $2 super chat and says, Can ABK sell everything to Xbox separately? I mean, if they do a fire sale, it's, it's, mm, I don't know how work, that works. Wouldn't work that way. It would, it I don't know. I don't think way. that would yeah. work like that. Um, I don't know. I, maybe they go after King separately, and and that's a better deal. I, I one 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 department feeds another department, which feeds I know another yeah, department. they yeah. can't stand on their own at this point. You know. Yeah. yeah. Eric the Red uh, agrees with me. He's just a two dollars subject. Says can can Microsoft uh, 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 pull out, but still walk away with King? Yeah. See, that's the problem. King makes so much money that is used to fund Call of Duty because Activision can't stand on their own. Uh, the same way, if you pulled Blizzard away from Activision, Activision would be, a, you know, a peg leg. They wouldn't be able to walk because it's Blizzard money and and King money that ultimately paved the way for Activision to live. So I, I yeah, I think I think Kaysante is completely right. Uh, Dave uh, Ramos drops a very generous five dollar super chat and says, Brad Sam's, uh, not Brad Smith, by the way, suggested yeah. today that if the merger passes. In both the EU and the FTC, Microsoft will proceed and get creative with the UK hashtag sharing. I mean, I, the EU and the UK, they really don't get along. I, I, I don't know if they don't get along enough for one to say yes and the other to say no. We'll, we'll, we'll ask Luke that when we get to him in a second. I don't know. Um uh, Dave uh, Ramos drops an additional $5 super chat and says, can we zoom in on cloud business models? Microsoft is supporting versus is not. What cloud models is CMA looking for? Do they even exist? I yeah, I have no idea, Dave. I mean, first of all, thanks so much for the additional super chat, but I have no idea. Uh, Review Scientology drops a, USA drops a $5 super chat and says, Microsoft should invest money in to bringing in veteran devs and build studios from the ground up and buy newly founded studios that are compromised of veteran devs i i kind of see what you're saying like they like sony did with jade raymond's new studio i think that was a great pickup because i do like jade raymond a lot i think she has incredible vision and she is going to deliver for sony but pong so let's talk about it brother let's get your hot take where to begin, huh? This is a big one. Uh, everybody's had great points already, um, obviously, and I can't wait to get uh, Luke's points in here as somebody who has dealt with uh, these uh, individuals uh, himself. You know, obviously disappointing, uh, but I couldn't do anything but kind of chuckle, actually, for myself this morning, uh, thinking about how long we've talked about this, how long this has gone on, all the speculation, all the rumors and the sources. And, the, and obviously all the very highly paid analysts and investor groups with their remarks. And we wind up today with 
this, that the CMA is going to um, obviously block it based upon a uh, very um, small, uh, at this point, uh, cloud market uh, based upon speculation themselves, uh, which is crazy. Like we, we sit here and speculate in speculation town. It's rainbows and sunshine and unicorns. And the CMA sees nothing but doom and gloom. Uh, that Microsoft is going to take over this non-existent cloud market uh, sometime in the future, and nobody else is ever going to have a chance at it. Like this is uh, this is crazy to me. Uh, that's why I had to chuckle because it's just it's fitting for everything that we've been through, and for everybody out there who's frustrated and and sick and tired of hearing about this. I'm sorry. Um, unfortunately, it's going to continue to go on for all of you. But listen. At the end of the day, like I will always say, big government sucks. And I know Luke CMA is not government, uh, but they're government adjacent in my eyes. Um, and agendas uh, are all the rage at this point in 2023. Um, and obviously this has taken on a life of its own. And, it, and it's uh, definitely, in my opinion, big tech. Um, and even though Microsoft, Microsoft themselves has actually stayed underneath the, the radar for a very long time, um, let the Googles, uh, the Alphabets, the Metas all take the spotlight in different uh, ways. Uh, Microsoft put themselves back in the spotlight with this deal. And these regulatory bodies obviously saw, at least the big regulatory bodies, obviously worldwide, we've seen a ton of approvals. But the big boys uh, decided to show up and say, we're going to stick it to big tech. Um, because I think that they're feeling kind of ego hurt and bruised because they've been behind big tech for so long, uh, we've seen things happen where we got a duopoly with Google and Apple at this point in the um, in the uh, mobile store space. That I think at this point the regulatory bodies are now going the opposite direction and saying, "Well, now we're going to speculate on the future. We're never going to allow these things to happen, and we are going to be the ones to control where the business goes." And for me, that's absolutely horrifying. Uh, to think that people who know nothing about these industries hold this kind of power without checks and balances, that they can on a whim, and again, that's my word, I'm just using it because that's how I feel about this, on a whim decide to wake up in the morning and say, nope, we've looked at all the facts. We know the facts are in your favor because the majority of the world, again, very highly paid people, uh, even one Mr. Warren Buffett and his team felt felt this deal was going to go through. We know all the we know everybody thinks that right now, you know, we don't really have a good case, but we're just going to go ahead and, and block this uh, to prove a point is scary to me um, because, again, the people within the industry and this is a dynamic growing industry. The video game industry is not consolidated. The video game industry certainly is nowhere near its peak. Again, Strauss Zelnick from Take Two. I always bring this up in his interview. Um most recent and one of his most recent interviews said 20 more years plus of growth here that these people can wake up as a group and decide that no we know better than you in your own industry we're going to go ahead and dictate terms to you about how you're going to conduct yourselves in not a actual solidified market but in an in one right now that is nowhere's near set nowhere's near close to being defined and we're going to go ahead and we're going to tell you how you're going to do business there. I hate that. And again, this is something that I'm going to be the odd man out of this group at this point and say, no, Microsoft has to continue the battle. 
Um, Microsoft needs to push this all the way as far as they want to go. This is there's going to be a lot of intestinal intestinal fortitude tested right now um, between the investment between the investors, the stock, you know, the shareholders, between the boards of both Microsoft and and, and ABK. There's going to be a lot of intestinal fortitude. How far are we going to take this? Are we willing to go forward with this and fight the good fight? But I think at the end of the day, this deal has such large ramifications. I can hear all the arguments. Again, we can go down the list of deals that Microsoft probably could have made, right? I yep. understand that. We've talked about them, right? We've talked about all the different devs. That Heck, they we know for a fact, Pond, yes, that yes. There, were, there were certain deals put off to the side. Correct. That's confirmed. That's not a suggestion. Correct. Correct. And, we, and we could talk about those, but... You know, I, I, I kind of look at this like deep sea fishing. If you know you've got a record fish on the line, one that's going to put your name in the record books, and you've been battling that thing for three hours, five hours during the day, you don't think to yourself, man, I could have caught three or four other pretty good fish by now. And I'm, I, you know, I probably should have cut my line, and I got a couple of hours left of light, and I could probably go get one or two. You don't think that way, and in this instance here microsoft took a gigantic risk with this deal they knew this was going to be a fight that's why they told us from the beginning that they you know it was going to be you know uh they expected it to last into this summer so they knew the fight was coming but sometimes you do have to take those risks sometimes you lose sometimes you win but this this deal has so many future ramifications for where this industry is going for where microsoft and xbox see the future of video games going and let's not put on the back burner the future of ABK itself and all the devs there and all the teams there. Let's not try to kid ourselves and think that ABK is the healthiest of companies. They came to Microsoft for a reason with this deal. They wanted to be bought for a deal. The investment, you know, the shareholders agreed to this deal for a reason. And if this deal doesn't go through, there's a lot of questions going to come up. And does the CMA look back if the worst case scenario does happen and ABK collapses upon its own weight at this point, which, you know, again, the snake, the most hated one, Bobby Kotick has come out and stated was happening, especially in the call of duty side of things. If it does collapse and all of a sudden you got thousands of devs out of jobs and there yeah. is a fire sale, does the CMA go, oops, our mistake? No, of course not. Right. They still go on thinking that they saved some future in the cloud market from some dystopian future of Microsoft owning everything and not allowing in competition. And that's where this goes sideways for me um, on top of everything else I just spoke about is that yeah. you can't always look to the future and burn down what's happening right now, the present. You can't do that. That sometimes does not work. And again, to, for these people to think that they know better than most of the industry, Again, reminder, most of the industry had zero to little issues with this deal going through. The people who are in this industry for decades upon decades have built companies to huge, huge market shares, like a Take-Two, like a Strauss-Zelnick, all said, no, this is not going to be a problem. And for another group of people that have zero or little knowledge up until this point to come in and say, oh no, oh no, you guys don't know what you're talking about. That again is a problem to me. And I worry about what, if this deal falls through, if Microsoft backs out, they pay the 3 billion, Microsoft and Xbox are gonna be fine, 
Okay, I'm not the doom and gloom guy. I'm still excited about where Xbox is going. Like Dutch was saying, I know he was saying 32 studios, 23 studios, but they need, they're going to be fine and we're still going to continue on and we're going to get some great games. Starfield's coming, all that good stuff. Future's bright. They'll, they'll move on. But what happens to ABK at the end of the day? And what, what really happens if another company comes along, a Tencent from China comes along and starts sniffing around because their stock price drops so low? What happens then? Do these regulatory bodies stand up at that point? Or do then they become concerned with the potential loss of the company itself, ABK, and what happens to those people in there? And again, my final point to all of this is the reason why if I'm Microsoft, I continue forward to this on top of what I said before. You've come this far. You keep going. You don't let this precedent be set without a fight. OK, and again, in the in, in the U.S., we have different checks and balances systems. They can beat the FTC. The FTC has zero case here because we do have checks and balances here. But you still need to put up the fight over there. Microsoft sees where the industry is going. There's been a lot of talk recently, once again, because of a new article that came out about the October paperwork from the CMA that brought up, um, you know, what Microsoft claims Sony was doing with exclusivity deals and excluding companies from directly working with xbox you can put your games everywhere else but you can't put any of these games that we sign this contract to with xbox ever even after our timed exclusivity is up it's crazy if that, yeah if that's true right and yeah. we'll assume it's true because i don't think microsoft is lying knowing full well the cma would have access to those documents but let's just assume it's true this is what microsoft has seen happen the old way the old way of doing business in this industry escaped microsoft they failed at it now they had some really great moments they had some successes but overall they couldn't get over the hump they are now trailblazing and when they look to the future they understand that this industry being dynamic and always changing and new new faces coming into play old faces going out deals being cut all of this kind of stuff with a service like game pass you can't rely on third parties as part of the problem we've seen with sony you can't rely on third parties to always be there for you, to always be supplying you, no matter how much money you have, no matter how much pull you have. You can't do that. You have to be insulated. And I've said this for years now. Microsoft, I said, needed 30 plus studios at the end of the day because they need to insulate themselves from the rest of the industry. So no matter what anybody else decides, the Square Enixes of the world, whatever the case may be, no matter what else happens on the outside, they will always have content for Game Pass and they will always have enough studios to produce whatever game they need in that moment if a third party deal can't be cut. And I think that that's what they're trying to get to with this ABK deal. Yes, PC was important, obviously, huge. Mobile was their next big battle. I said that from the beginning and that's a whole separate conversation with what the CMA said about the mobile side of things. But that was all, this was the trifecta. They had the, the, the three biggest needs all in one company and it was going to really insulate themselves from the rest of the industry so no matter what happened on the outside xbox was going to be good to go not saying that they're still not in a good spot right now with 23 but at the end of the day for a subscription service like game pass when you're thinking about 2 billion 3 billion people you've got to have a lot more than even 23. that's why they're not done yet so that's my final point uh you know appreciate again everybody's comments have been fantastic just a just a disappointing day until they wave the white flag though it's not over they're going to turn over every stone i believe until they finally decide one way or the other with this um and go forward either fighting 
or move on. So, um, but I think we've got a lot more to talk about coming up in the coming months, maybe next year, uh, but we'll see where they go from here. I do hope, I do hope that we do get back to a little bit of business as usual. Yeah, games, business games, does games, and more to, games. Games, yeah. games, more games. Microsoft yep. has to get back to that. I hope that they do now at this point, now that they've gone through all this, that they can finally sit back and turn to the attorneys and go, okay, we're opening up for business now. We are going to start talking about the things that we need to talk about for our customers. Yeah, we're going to get the, back for, to the for, business For, for the platform. Yeah, you guys deal with all that. That's you. We played your game for a year and a half. Now we got to get back to some actual games. So yeah. uh, hopefully that's the case. I agree. Listen, Mag, we're going to get you in a hot second because I know you you, you got to get on out of here. Hargeet, I, 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 I apologize that we haven't gotten to Mother One and Luke. It's just when you have these big shows, it's very hard to try and, you know, <laughs> to, to, to get everyone to give their points. But Hargeet, I, I have something in front of me that uh, that post up uh, added uh, to this conversation. It's paragraph 83. And this is where this is where you kind of scratch your head about what is the CMA actually saying, specifically in mobile. Um, in relation to Microsoft's expanding into mobile gaming, listen to this, Hargi. The chances of Microsoft succeeding seemed low in circumstance where the two largest mobile OS uh, companies in Google Andro uh, Google's Android and Apple's iOS either currently prohibit uh, rival mobile gaming app stores or impose strict limits on their ability to uh, monetize content in any event. They, there seem to be uh, uh, to be other less anti-competitive ways though through which Microsoft could reasonably attempt to enter this market, such as by licensing mobile gaming content from publishers. This is crazy. Like, wow. Yeah. <clears throat> well, <clears throat> especially since the EU passed the digital was it Digital Markets Act, something like that, yes. which yes. Uh, requires uh, those two platforms to open up to other stores. Uh, and and Microsoft kind of has that ability. They have a lot of you know I don't know software. They're kind of the biggest software maker in the world. Uh, and giving them the ability to potentially have a good gaming store is something that might be useful. Uh, you know, but hey, it it whatever. I, that that whole thing is just crazy. But the whole thing is kind of interesting. Uh, cloud being an issue. Uh, first, is cloud even a viable thing? Uh, take Call of Duty and ask. How many people are clamoring to pay, play a fast twitch multiplayer competitive shooter on cloud? And that Nobody. answer is zero. Zero. Nobody yeah. wants to do that. Nobody, right? But okay, we should be worried that Call of Duty would wouldn't be on other cloud, even though Microsoft just signed agreements with all these people to literally put Activision Blizzard King's all, entire PC library on their service, but that's not enough. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Is cloud even a viable thing? Microsoft themselves detailed that eh, it's not going anywhere. We, we even put out the free Fortnite and we didn't see anything. It didn't go anywhere. And that's today. <clears throat> Let me give you a picture of what's really going to happen in the future. Your current Samsung S23 is a eight core 3.7 teraflop GPU in a stupid phone. What do you think that's going to be in 10 years? How much power is that? You've got a Series S in your bloody phone, right? What's that going to be in 10 years? And when is it enough? That endpoint device can just play the games natively. 
There's no reason to have cloud. It's just a stupid gimmick that's going to be around for a few years. Like 3D so TVs, brother. It, yep. it, yeah, your TV has zero reason. We just heard about the Asus Rogue Ally. 8.6 yep. T-flops in a portable device. Which is only $649, by the yeah, way. Yeah, 8-core, really? 16-thread. I didn't hear the yeah. price. They 512 gigs of, of, of SSD, 16 gigs of RAM, right? You got that portable in your bloody hands. Why can't that be in a TV? 10 years from now, that chip is going to be so useless, it, 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 you're going to be able to get it for 10 bucks on any TV. So what is the problem? What, where, where, where does cloud make sense? In the UK, why? Can, can somebody there not afford to get a console? It's a stupid gimmick. It makes sense it in is. countries that can't afford it. But there you're going to have the problem of there's no infrastructure. It doesn't matter if you have you know, 6G, 80G. It doesn't matter. You need data centers. Nobody's going to invest in data centers unless there's people who are going to spend lots of money on those data centers. And that's just a reality. Right. And, so uh, for the record, real quick, because we want to be accurate here, the Rogue Ally has not price been confirmed yet, but it's it rumored, rumored to start at seven hundred dollars. Yeah, there's hmm. rumors. It's like six fifty and nine hundred, I think, for the high end model. No. No. But what I'm trying to get to is Still the rumors. endpoint itself is going to be able to play games natively, and part of what Microsoft's looking at is mobile. Right. That's what they told us. This deal isn't about cloud. They never said that. It's about mobile. Because they right. know that's where things are going. They yes. know that your cell phone's going to play Call of Duty at some point, and they need to be there. It's already there with Warzone, right? But they, they want to get full you know, full board Call of Duty. It will run on a phone at some point. It'll run on a tablet at some point. It'll run natively on your TV at some point. That's where they're trying to go. They need that app store. Why? Because what does what the TV run? Android. They yep. want that app store. That's the whole mm -hmm. point. That was what they were looking to do. Cloud is a trans, you know, a transitory uh, you know, technology that might be useful as a, as a side feature, right? It's beneficial in, hey, I normally play on my console, my TV, my tablet or something, and I can't access it or something like that. I'll use somebody else's and access my account. Okay, fine. Maybe that's useful. I don't know, right? But right now, that's really the only benefit. I can't run, run on the main TV right now. I'll just run over here on the little tablet for a little while. And then I'll go back to my TV and get my full performance, right? And But if you're playing an FPS, forget it. And the games that we're talking about, Overwatch, Call of Duty, who's going to do that? Who's going to play that on a freaking cloud you know, service? Activision themselves have outright rejected cloud with the same exact you know, uh, answer. They're like, cloud is not good for us. Eventually, the endpoint devices are going to get powerful enough. We will target those devices. They sent that to the CMA. They sent that to the FTC. They put that out there in writing. This is what we expect, right? We, we are not going to do cloud. And they're like, no, no, no. You will be forced to do cloud because the market will say so. No, they're not going to do it because it won't benefit their customer. Nobody wants to play it that way, right? right. It's just not going to work. You need to have local performance just the way it is, right? It's an FPS. And I, I don't know if they don't understand that. Fair enough, right? That's fine. That's a, you know, explain it to them. And I don't know how much back and forth they had with Microsoft because some of this just seems like they just miscommunicated a bit, right? Yeah. Near the end. And I think Microsoft spent a lot of time getting through the, the console SLC and maybe not enough time on getting through the cloud SLC, right? Which is, you know, thankfully they got rid of the, the subscription SLC because that was a thing too, right? Game Pass, right? But they got rid of that. Now they went to this cloud thing. And perhaps they just didn't spend enough time explaining what this is. But to be fair, there's a lot of information in there that does detail out how the cloud stuff works. 
they just kind of figured this is going to be something that's going to like exponentially expand and replace what gaming is. And it's like, no, yeah. that's not really what's going to happen. You know, you, you have to look at the realities of what like, they could have pulled those same PlayStation players and asked, would you play this in the cloud? And how many would have said, oh, yeah, I would love to. No, they would all say no. They would be like, hell no. Are you kidding me? No way. Are you, no way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Yeah. Right. So now where do they go from this? So it's like the idea that they should abandon it. No. The, the point of this, again, is mobile and PC. You can't really beat King and Blizzard. So they can't abandon it. They have to do it. And this isn't an Xbox thing. You got to remember, this is a Satya Nadella thing because right. he sees where the market is going and he wants to be there. Right. This helps their, their cloud data centers. It helps their platform expand into mobile, right? So they've been trying to get into that mobile space. Remember the whole Nokia thing, all that? And that failed miserably. And right. that was because they didn't have apps. What do they get when they have a store? They get apps. Yes, indeed. That's what they're looking for. That's what they want, right? So that's mm-hmm. been the whole thing. The more stuff they can bring to the table to make their store more appealing, that's what they're going to do, right? The mobile space, that's what they need is content. They don't have it right now. Maybe you could say Minecraft, but they don't really have it right now. That's what right. they're trying to get into, right? You get King, you get a whole bunch of things, plus Call of Duty. It's a big deal. You get Diablo Immortal, which people panned it when it was announced, but it's doing pretty well. It is yeah. what it is, right? So you got to look at where they are and what they're looking for, and that's a big deal for them. That's why they, you know, Satya Nadella is like, yeah, I'll, I'll plop down $70 billion to buy this, the biggest acquisition in Microsoft's history. Right. So they're not walking away. That's not going to happen. Could they do something creative? Yeah. I mean, as they're noting that from their, you know, since they started xCloud, it hasn't really taken. It's been a nice feature every now and then thing, not a like, hey, we subs- you know, have, uh, you know, 10 million subscribers that only use cloud. That's not what's happening. So right. if that's really the case, they could just say, look, in the UK, we at this point will withdraw xCloud because it's just not really a market that's worth it to us, right? I think uh, Dutch brought up, but that takes away competition. But to their point, they don't care. It's not really right. doing that much. You know, the, the Game Pass, uh, you know, uh, uh, value proposition is you get the game locally on your PC or on your, your Xbox. Play it, do whatever you want, right? So right. I don't know that it necessarily matters. This was a great feature as, as an add-on. Hey, I'm, 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 you know, like on a train and I want to play the same game I was playing and it'll sync up the save and I can just play. Okay, cool. Right. But is that really the end of the world? Nah. Right. For the people that cannot afford a console, you'd have to have a subservice that's really cheap. Like it would have to be a couple of bucks a month, which is why they were looking at that ad supported, you know, option. Right. And then you'd have to have the infrastructure for them to be able to use it. And I don't know that that's viable right now. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I think ultimately the devices themselves are just going to get so powerful that like 10 years from now, you're going to say cloud. Why would I play cloud? Why wouldn't I just run it on my phone? Right on my phone, right? right. My phone yeah. has like, you know, eight, 18 T-flops. Like, why do I care? <laughs> I have more than enough. <laughs> like, so my TV has 30 T-flops. Like, how much more do I need? In most cases, you're going to be fine, right? So you might have a, a Series Y, whatever the next gen is, and a PS6 that has, I don't know, 60 or 80 T-flops, and that does, you know, path tracing or something, but most people are going to be happy with whatever you get that's available with, you know, Series S is a perfectly fine machine, and yeah. it's four T-flops, and that's literally the same as a Samsung S23. That's how much power that thing has. A stupid phone has the same power as a Series S, right? And that's where we are right now. I Just imagine where that goes 10 years from now, 15 years from now. And those 10-year deals after that, is there a cloud environment? I don't know, right? Maybe there is, maybe there isn't. 
but it just seems like a waste to me because you have to be so close to that data center for it to be even remotely viable because the latency just gets worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. Especially in a game like Call of Duty, which yeah, is, it's just, which is the, with, the point. With Twitch shooters, I just don't see it. I just don't see it. Like, uh, you know, a, a lot of us have played with uh, with Jedi Knight Peter, who plays K Halo, loves wow. it, right? And I asked him, hey, you know, you keep complaining about the latency. Did you try xCloud? Because he's in Australia. The data center's in Sydney. Is that that much of a distance? Not really. So, hey, why don't you try it? And he's like, I did try it. It sucked. It was way, 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 way worse. He's like, yep. So, I mean, it, it's, it's, just, it's just not a thing. Right, you're playing a first-person shooter. You need like, you know, local, local performance. It's just the way it yeah. is. So I don't know that that really is an issue in this specific case. Like, have they talked about something like a JRPG or something like that? Okay, I could see it, possibly a thing. But like, they're talking about freaking Overwatch and Call of Duty. I'm like, dude, there's no way. This is not a cloud material. It's just not going to happen, right? And they keep saying that Activision would eventually go there, based on what? They've outright said they've never, they haven't done it up to now. And they've outright said they're not going to. They would never do it. They would only do it because, you know, they'd be part of Microsoft and Phil would do it. Right. And as it is, the fun part about this is they just took away Activision Blizzard King you know, games from NVIDIA, <laughs> from Boosteroid, from Ubisoft, uh -huh. because they just signed those deals saying, whatever we put on PC, you got it. <laughs> right. Uh -huh. And Microsoft stance is Xbox plus PC for every release. Right. So <laughs> they just took away all the Activision games and Blizzard has all these PC games. They're all now not going to be on the services. So you're actually making it worse for those services. Funny enough, Boostroid came out and said, uh, we disagree with this. We were for the deal. We now don't get the games we want. Yeah. This is not good for us. I don't know why you did this. <laughs> right? So, um, yeah, it's funny. A three bit actually said that in, in private DM. He says, you know, you know, they, they called it anti competitive and they just took away all these games from all of these cloud exactly. providers. Like, what? <laughs> what, I, what happened? I, I don't understand. What no, Where's I, the sense in that? They're basically doing what it was, Pong, you were saying basically they're looking in the future. You can look in the future if it's in a year or two, right? But right. nobody can tell me that cloud is something that's going to take. I have never I heard agree. anybody say, I look forward to getting rid of my console, getting rid of my, you know, my portable device and play on cloud. Some people have said cloud is kind of up to par now. It's not bad. I've used it. But, yeah, I mean, I still have my Steam Deck. I still have my console, right? And and that's cool, right? As a side thing, it's going to be fine. Rogue Allies coming. And dude, I'm I'm very interested in that cuz that's a very powerful portable, right? But it's local power. I get local power to do everything. I want to play any game, I can play it. Game Pass. You know, well, it's, it runs forever. Windows 11, so that that's exactly. already the, the advantage. It becomes a Game Pass machine. And that yeah. was the other thing they brought up, is they did not like the fact that most of the games are made on PC on Windows. And it's like, well, <laughs> that's not Microsoft's fault. They won, and, and that was the predominant platform. And so, oddly enough, developers are like, oh, I'm not going to make my game for 40 different platforms because that costs too much, and I'm going to target the ones that exist. And the majority of my gamers are on Windows. Okay, that's a bad thing? So, yeah. so Microsoft, by by virtue of the fact that they you know happen to win the OS market, suddenly that's a bad thing for, for Microsoft, so they can't do anything else. They don't even use Windows in their cloud. They use freaking Xboxes. They right. don't even use Windows in their yeah. cloud. And they're happy to license Windows to any cloud provider. They don't care. Absolutely take it, have fun, right? All these other services are up and running on Windows. How? Because Microsoft said, no, you can't have it. No, they said, go ahead. Like, absolutely, take go it. ahead, do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? So I, you know, the the there's a little bit of too much of a jump to conclusions that are a little odd. 
Now, could you make those conclusions and say, okay, there's a potential for that? Maybe, right? But again, I don't even think cloud is really going to stick around that much. It's going to be a nice side thing. But this is to me like VR. And I, I know, Sante, you don't like that statement, but it is like VR in that it's a nice niche. It's nice to visit, but I wouldn't want to live there. Thing. It's not what everybody's going to do. And, you know, until AR comes along and Apple, I think, is working on one that makes it more mainstream, until that happens, I just don't, I, I think VR is going to kind of slide away and you're going to have AR kind of really take. And because it has more utility than just games, right? It becomes more uh, your, your, your cell phone replacement. That could be a potential, right? But until it has that kind of utility, I just don't see that taking off. And the same thing with cloud. I just don't see it being a thing. It could absolutely be used to expand the game, right? So you could have the cloud, like like Microsoft was saying when they started the Xbox One, hey, we could use cloud to expand what the game is doing. Crackdown 3, you know, we can have physics up in the That stuff can absolutely happen, right? You can definitely do that kind of thing. But your main core gameplay is going to run local because that's what it needs to be. And, you know, especially for first-person shooters, I, just, I don't see it. It's going to be local. And with the power that you're getting in these devices, it just doesn't seem – it's not going to stop, right? We're not going to just stop at 3.7. In five years, I'd expect that to be 15. It's just the way it's been going. It just keeps up, 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 right? Just look at how we went from, like, a 30 T-flop, you know, RTX 3080 uh, to – what are we up to, 80, 100 T-flops on the 40s? <laughs> it's 40, just, 90s, yeah. Yeah, it's just nuts. Like, so they just keep expanding massively. Is that how many flops That's, we got there, Kaysante? <laughs> yeah, it, it, it just keeps going, right? I'll tell you how many holes I have in my wallet. That's a whole different conversation. (laughs) Continue. But uh, but you know that that, you know if you went back 15 years, what's the best card? Maybe like in the uh, is it the nine series? Maybe the 980 or nine whatever. So and then what is that like four T flops, five T flops, something like that, right? So uh, you know that's what we had back then, and now that's in your phone, right? Just think about that, right? 15, that's in your phone, right? So where are we 10, 15 years from now? I mean, <laughs> it's it's not out of the realm of possibility that you have multi-deca teraflops sitting in your your pocket on your phone uh, and your TV. Well, your handheld, easy, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, and and that's where I, I think it'll end up. And there's just no point in saying cloud is the burgeoning new thing that's somehow going to replace what we already have. Right. Their thought is that developers will be happy to say, "Oh, we will make games specifically for you know Boosteroid." Why? That, why like, they wouldn't do that? Because why, why box? You see what they what they ultimately did, in my opinion, Hargeet, is instead of expanding uh, the the reach of what the UK could do for their customers, they 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 circled the wagons and made the circle smaller. I think ultimately this is this is a, a very very poor decision, um, and uh, and putting such an that they went this way. Yeah, I, and I, I'm really waiting for Luke to tell us what, if this is something that he's seen before, and if there even is a potential for them to get out of it, and what might be remedies. And I just I feel like they didn't talk to them. I think they talked to them about the console stuff. And just didn't bother talking about the uh, the that could stuff. be because they were a little shocked. And, they, were, they were very shocked. And, and like, it, it, yeah, so because there could have been back and forth. That they, they, they said, okay, wait, you have this problem. Oh, okay, cool. That we'll do these things for you. Like, what, what do you want us to do? We will remedy that. I don't think they went there, right? So I think that's this is just kind of weird. Like, for for a very minor thing that you're like, this is a problem, really? <laughs> like, not Game Pass. That's not the problem. Like, I would have thought that would be the problem. If anything, it would, that would be the problem. 
No, they didn't care about they, that. They do mention it, by the way. I think it's the combo. It's the multi-game subscription thing, right? But in yeah. cloud, in a context of cloud, right? In, in the Not context of cloud, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Multiple games in the But, like, I, I just don't, like, this is just kind of interesting. Well, but, but with that multi-game subscription yeah. stuff, why doesn't somebody throw Luna a deal and, and call it a day? Because they, they, they tried. done that. They probably right? would have done that, too, right? They tried to do that with Sony. Sony didn't take the deal. There were no other multi-game subscription services of exactly. note to give and, and deals so, to. It's not like Microsoft wouldn't do that with Amazon. Like, fine, let's yeah. do it. Whatever. We don't care. Let's bring them to the table. Oh, well. We'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> so now they better at least try to understand where EC is. Because if this is the same place they're at, because they basically dropped everything but this, right? So it's like, you better be talking to them and say, hey, wait, wait, hold on. What are you guys on? Yeah. You need us to do something? The next Please talk to weeks. us. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, good stuff, Hargeet. I, I think you're right. I think they have to get over to the EC and they, and and uh, they got to educate them and, and potentially use that education that may yeah. change a decision for them to say like, yeah, it was it was brought to our attention and we're going to approve it. Yeah, and then they can then turn around and take that and say, hey, listen, CMA, look, we, you know, cat, this is this is we educated them. This is they agreed. Maybe this is maybe the uh, the conversation that should have been had didn't yeah um so we'll we'll, we'll, we'll yeah. certainly see it's an interesting time i get the, the thing that everybody brought up is this is gonna drag on for years. i know it's just it's sickening already it honestly years. is sickening <laughs> yeah may, maybe even to, to hopefully listen who, who knows at this point but they're they're in it to, they're in it to win it mag i want to get to you brother but before i do i got to catch up on some super chats that popped in here the lovely delilah hd in the chat thanks so much for hanging out she drops a very generous $10 super chat, and she says, love listening to all of the takes on this deal, just showing the show some support. Great work, fellas, per usual. Thank you for the generosity. More importantly, thank you for being here and the kind words. Uh, Danny Passion Official drops a $5 super chat and says, since day one, they were ready to block the deal. It was easier to, uh, to, uh, to say that Call of Duty wasn't the issue, so no one would think that they are blocking because of Sony. I mean, there's, there's definitely some speculation for that. Uh, Laburn98 got a very generous 550 Super Chat. And he says, Idis, a UK lawyer uh, on re Reset Era, said that Microsoft could consider ring fencing uh, its Xbox UK operations to get the deal through the UK. I'm not even sure what that means, but I will definitely ask Luke. We have, uh, um, uh, I believe it's uh, Indrid Cole drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, can you imagine further on Microsoft setting some de some deals to the side for ABK? What deals? I figured Asobo and Certain Affinity, what I missed. Yeah, I mean, those are two they should definitely uh, bring, into, bring into, you know, into the house for sure. Angry Hippie. Wow, this is crazy, folks. He drops a $70 super chat and says we need some good vibes add this to the stalker to give away and if you're curious folks as to what he means uh at the beginning of the year mrs boomstick and i have pledged to purchase and give away 15 copies of stalker 2 when it's released to the winner's uh choice of pc or xbox and we are doing that at, in in our small way of supporting the devs who were incredibly affected by the Ukraine 
uh, Russian war that is still currently ongoing. That entire team had been had had to be displaced. We know se- several team members that stayed behind actually died in the line of duty. So our way of being able to donate money to that studio, we know that Microsoft keeps 30%. They will get 70% because they are they're publishing the game. And it was again, it's just a small gesture of a small channel to give back to this studio and their family. So yes, we are buying and purchasing at full price, folks. Not waiting for a Steam deal. Literally, the day the game comes out, we're going to buy 15 codes at full price and give them away on a special uh, uh, stream that we're going to do for Stalker 2 when it's released for Xbox. Mag, let's get your hot take on this, brother. I'm so again. I apologize to oh, Luke. Good. I apologize to, uh, to. I'll I'll be quick so we can get Luke on here. So I'll just uh, spit my things real quick. But sorry, go ahead, brother. No, no, no. <clears throat> what is your hot take on this, Mag? Listen, I'll be very quick because I'm going to say this. Uh, you know, I, I've listened to everybody tonight. It's been incredibly informative, incredibly interesting. I'm going to look at something a little bit different here. And I'm going to say, like, you know what? My dad has always said, you know what? What's happened? You can't change what's happened. Maybe you can. Maybe this can be changed what happened. But if it's not, I'm going to look at it from a way that let's just say this is this is done. Okay? Just for that, from that uh, aspect. Now, if you think about this, think about Microsoft moving forward. Um, the deal doesn't go through. Uh, this is going to be obviously a litmus test for what's going to happen with the FTC. And of course, we've heard the conspiracies that the FTC was, you know, uh, somehow, you know, pulling the strings of the CMA. Hey, it's not it's not out of the realm of possibility. It's politics at the end of the day. Right. So that is a possibility. Now, ignoring all that, let's focus on Xbox. OK, how does this the cloud, all this, all the cloud and everything else, it doesn't affect us. Going after King, does how does this affect the Xbox gamer at the end of the day? It doesn't. It was going to if it was going to help fund the first party and everything else, right? And then this cloud moving forward is not going to help us. Hargeet said it for for a, a solid 10 minutes about how no one's going to be playing. No one's going to play those kind of games yeah. on the cloud. So this doesn't affect us at all. So why don't we drop it and move on and think about the Xbox of the future? I think that the marketing deal, first of all, and I was going to say another thing, what Pong was saying were some incredible points. Okay, and I appreciate everything that he said there because that actually I had actually said to myself, there's no way this deal just move on, forget about it. And then Pong said his piece and I was like, holy crap, he just <laughs> he just gave an incredibly compelling reason as to why they should keep fighting. So anyways, we're going to keep it open, but I'm not going to go down that road. What I'm going to say here, Microsoft gets the marketing deal for Call of Duty. And that's that's going to be for that's going to be for a long period of time, Forever. maybe a 10 year yeah. deal. Uh, whatever it is, because yeah. at the end of the at the end of the day, this deal falls through. What what is uh, what you know what does uh, Activision uh, Blizzard King get? They get the three billion dollars. Yeah, right. They get that three billion dollars up front. That should more than cover it. Okay, so so they're going to get that marketing deal uh, moving forward. Now, the other thing is you look at what how how this affected the entire business world. The stock went up. We saw that Everborn was talking about it earlier. The stock's gone up. Money's in the coffers. Shareholders feel more confident now. Than they did before, which is surprising. I thought that there would be a little bit of a dip, but the only dip came on the Activision side, not on the Microsoft side, because yeah, I think that the yeah. shareholders on yeah. the Microsoft side felt more confident with the money in the coffers as opposed to 
investing into a $70 billion investment, what they're looking at, and this is what they were talking about on CNBC today. I was watching that. And they were talking about how the shareholders are more interested in the integration of AI moving forward, not only with Microsoft software, but also in the gaming division and see how that moves it forward, that they'd actually speed up the process of bringing out compelling content to users, which, of course, increases revenue. So th this is what they were looking at. For, but that is going to take an immense amount of time. So what we're going to look at now, let's face the reality, folks. It's three years into the generation. Sony won this. Sony's basically going to win this gen again. Okay? They are already yeah. pulling ahead yeah. by a ton. I don't care if anybody wants to hear that or not. It's True. the truth. It's three years in. They're, 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 Xbox is not done. I'm not saying they're done, but Sony's not slowing down. It's something we talked about in the first five minutes of the show. They're pulling ahead by a lot. It's Microsoft now has to play catch up yet again. And it may not happen by the end of this generation because as technology moves forward, uh, the, the generation could be over in a couple of years. It could be over in three years, Right. Three years is not a lot, is not an, enough time for them to catch up for what Sony's been doing in sales and, of course, in third marketing, uh, th uh, third party deals, and of course, revenue. Okay, so that's the other thing. So now we're going to have to start keep looking ahead from there, right? And that's the other thing. The other thing is that now let's start looking at a business model of the 360. Start looking at that. It's not a fanboy thing, it's something that they got to do. They got to look at that. They got to look at those. How do we? not only work with our first-party studios, which, which they have a ton, but the thing is, if you look at Sony and Nintendo, Sony and Nintendo have, have less studios than Microsoft does, and they are trouncing them. Why? Because they're cultivating their product in-house, and at the same time, they're also outsourcing product to other people. What did Microsoft do in the 360 era? We got all those amazing, compelling games that came to the Xbox 360. We had the Bioshocks of the world. We had the Mass Effects of the world, right? And that, and that wasn't even first-party stuff. Those were games that came to that system because they helped fund those games because they saw that there was potential for a franchise for the future, right? And this is what they need to do again. So yep. cultivate and work on your first party, get those games out, get them of top quality, and they have to be consistent. Consistency is king, right? They do that at the same time, start looking at what third parties are doing or what they're interested in and start um, investing into what they're doing and maybe you could get that back, right? That's the other way. And then of course, at the same time, continue to cultivate your game pass. All right, which you could work with a lot of these indie, indie developers, double uh, A develop, developers, triple A, the whole nine yards. And th this is all this is this is what they could do moving forward. Or, as Pong said, keep fighting the fight. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is what they could keep moving it forward. Um, another thing, quickly, they were talking about how the employees. You know, this is a shut. You know, this is basically a slap to the face to the employees of uh, Activision Blizzard, especially with their spotty history and everything else. Let me tell you something, guys. When it comes to money and it comes to big business, you're an ant. Okay, you're yeah. an ant. They yeah. don't care about you. They don't care about what you're going through. They want you quiet and out of the way. If you cause a ruckus and you know you, you, you know uh, they charge somebody with sexual harassment, pay them out, get rid of them, shut them up, get them out of here. Move them, move them, move on. They don't want. I'm like they they know me. You know I'm I'm a senior executive, whatever else. But guess what? They to, to people in Texas where my head office is, I'm still a number. I'm not yeah, a person. Indeed. Yeah, I'm a indeed. number to them because I don't face them directly, right? So I'm just a number on a piece of paper to these people. The same thing here. They don't care about that. Anyways, last thing I wanted to say, or two last things I was going to say very quickly before we pass it off to Luke, is the big phantom menace here, okay? The the Emperor Palpatine in the room, we got to <laughs> talk about is Google. 
Yeah. I think Google had more hands in this and more influence on what happened today uh, than anybody else. I think Google had Google has it out for Microsoft, obviously, for obvious reasons. But I think Google was behind this. That's my personal feeling. Just a gut feeling. I may be right, maybe wrong. Who the hell knows? So you're and saying Phil thing, Harrison is the emperor again? Well, it, yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> except not as except not as proficient as uh, Palpatine. But anyways, pretty damn close. Uh, but here's the thing. The last thing I was going to say, this does hurt the UK in one respect, one respect only, is that you see the smear campaign started today. I can't remember if it was Microsoft or if it was uh, if it was uh, um, uh, Lulu there or someone said it. Yeah, someone she said, said it, uh, the, the UK the, is closed for business. Closed. Yeah, yes. closed for business. Yeah. Was it her? It was Lulu. So the, yeah. There, okay, there are influencers out there. The smear campaign is starting. The UK is closed for business. It makes it sound like no one's going to want to go and invest there because what were they planning on doing? They had the full intentions of becoming a beacon of light for the tech world. Okay, or become a tech hub for basically the UK and all of Europe that they could start building up what they started in Silicon Valley all those years ago. Right. And now with a smear campaign like that going around, or at least with the no one's going to want to invest, Mag. No one's going to want to invest. And that's a problem because they're trying to build that up over there so that they can rival what's going on in North America. And of course, in the Asian in the in the the Asian country, a Far East Asian countries anyway. So there's that. So they're looking at that and that's going to hurt them as well, at least in the interim. We'll see what's going to happen in the long term. But either way, I'm interested to see what happens. I don't know what's going to happen, really. Uh, But at the same time, guys. We got a lot of great games to play. We got a lot of great things to do. We can move on from this for, for now and then just, you know what I mean? And we'll we'll see where the future takes us. But in, in, in any case, so far this year, they've already released seven games that are 85 Metacritic and above. Why don't we pick up those controllers, start playing, start having fun, start having some conversation and moving on from there. Nah, good stuff, Mac. Tomorrow, you're going to be sitting down with me. Uh, and you know what? We're going to talk about the human element that no one has mentioned in this whole thing. Uh, yes. What happens to the employees? You made you made a small mention of it. We're going to get into particulars. We'll tomorrow. get into it tomorrow. And we're also going to be talking about uh, the new Star Wars game. My God, uh, All right. uh, it just it's getting mm. tens. Uh, like I said, Xbox era gave it a nine point four out of ten. Uh, I'm I'm all in. I cannot wait to play it. Uh, Cal Kestis, uh, I, I I can't wait for him to come to live action. Uh, that kid is a great actor. Um, and uh, Luke. Uh, 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 not not this Luke. Another Luke. Uh, actually, uh, Luke Lore uh, uh, showed his collector's edition that came with the lightsaber. I missed that. I can't believe I missed a freaking lightsaber collector's edition for Star Wars. I'm a fraud, folks. But the Luke that we have on the panel. I'm so sorry, Luke. It took this long to get to you. Um. Okay, let me fix the the branding here. Hold on just a second. Okay, Luke, let, let, let's, I mean, you know, you came on the show at two different occasions. The first was when we thought the CMA was going to block it for Sony and how Microsoft would uh, have to go to CAT, the, the, the tribunal, to get it done. And then we had you back on when it appeared, it appeared, that the CMA had reversed their decision and they moved Sony off the board and Sony was rumored to be going to cat if this deal was passed. Now we're back at it again that the deal has been blocked for our, I mean, we had 950 people here. We missed a one K by a smidge again. It's, it's okay, folks. We'll eventually get there. Luke, what, 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 what kind of a hill is Microsoft ice skating up? to try and get this deal done in the UK? Uh, a, very, a very big one. 
a very very big one uh one that's uh, effectively i suppose that's um at least to my knowledge never been never been done before mm. um so yeah i mean microsoft have to go to the competition appeals tribunal everybody knows this um the way that they work is that um they review decisions of the cma for mergers uh other um competition decisions as well but particularly mergers um and the way that they review is on a judicial review standard which effectively means they review the cma's um uh cases on you know their merger decisions on on free grounds one is illegality um one is procedural impropriety or procedural um error effectively and the other is a rationality um and those those judicial review grounds have been around for a long long time in the uk they're baked into case law they're very uh, known when it comes to public authorities um but the the one thing that about them is it's really 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 hard um, to prove any of them, uh, particularly uh, irrationality. Things like illegality is pretty easy, right? If a authority does something that it's in contravention of law, it's pretty. It's usually pretty easy to, to spot that. Likewise, you know, some, you, a procedural error, a little bit harder, uh, but the threshold is still not not hugely high. But it's 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 still quite difficult. Um, irrationality is really really hard. Um, you effectively have to show that a decision is, or, or you know, a, a way of coming to a decision is so unreasonable that no reasonable decision maker in the same position would come to the same decision. Um, and the issue is, I guess, for Microsoft, and it was the same even if Sony were going to do this, but uh, you know, so the same principle applies. But if Microsoft um, want to do this, uh, which clearly they do. Um, they're within their rights, uh, within law to do. Um, they want to push it. They've got the financial strength to be able to push this as well if they want, as in, you know, take it to the to CAT. Um, but if they want to do that, then I, Microsoft have to get comfortable about the idea of what success for them looks like because success for them, you know, the ultimate thing that Microsoft want to do is they want to get this back so that um, the CMA will, will push through the merger, right? Whether that's with some behavioural remedy or, or with none at all, um, certainly not with anything um, structural. Um, but success in an appeal to CAT for a CMA merger decision often doesn't mean that. It means trying to get CAT to recognise that the CMA has done some done one of those three three points that I've just mentioned, or or, or maybe multiple of them. Um, but CAT don't they don't do a, what's called a de, a de novo analysis of um, the CMA's decision. In other words, they do not review, they don't re-review the merger, right? That's not what CAT do. All they do is say, yes, you may have, you know, maybe uh, the CMA's done this thing wrong. Decision goes back to the CMA. CAT says, correct your error, correct whatever it is you've done wrong, and then issue an, an updated report. Um, it's never happened that, so it has happened that a mer that a, a you know a particular merger has gone to CAT and CAT have found that the CMA have done something procedure you know some procedural error for example or some irrationality that's happened before. It's never happened that that decision has then gone back to CAT and CAT have changed their mind about the decision. Right. Mm -hmm. So my, the hurdle that Microsoft have to clear with this is. Uh, as high as it possibly can be, uh, effectively. Um, so 
do I see them succeeding? Probably not, to be honest. Uh, if I was acting for Microsoft, I'd say, you know, I mean, counsel for Microsoft, the lawyers for Microsoft at this point will just be saying, look, he, you know, they'll do what I've just done, albeit in a big memo, you know, and in more <laughs> candid conversations and say, look, here is, here is, you know, um, here's, here's your likelihood of success we you know we can make these arguments here are some that we think we could make that we'll try and you know push push for um but you have to really confront the idea of what is success in this regard and what, what do you want at the end of it and if you're looking for something at the end of it like you know the cma reversing a decision history shows that that is that has never been done so you need to check your expectations about that now i don't think that's going to deter microsoft at all i think they'll do it um but they're in a they're in a incredibly incredibly difficult position, uh, basically. So that's that's kind of the process and and where they're at. Um, yeah, there's, there's, it's it's going to be really hard, really hard. Yeah, my question to you is how, and I'm sure people are going to be asking this in the chat and on the panel. Uh, for how close do you think the EU Commission is watching this? And is there a chance? Is there some chance? Because obviously, since Brexit, we, there are two different entities. Now, depending on who you talk to or you, who politically you listen to, there is not the greatest of blood between them. They have all, they have their own ideologies for the own regions of the, uh, of uh, you know, and you know, there's still a lot of bad blood with Brexit as a whole. Like it's still a a real nasty talking point for a lot of people in uh you know in in that world in that region of the world for politics you know we know a lot of us have suggested here that and hargeet made some amazing points about maybe there wasn't enough communication between microsoft and the cma to educate them on what cloud actually meant and if that in fact is the case and they really you know, dug their their heels into the console and forgot about cloud. Well, then that's on Microsoft. They then they failed there. Is there a is there a potential or a possibility that you see, Luke? Because you do this. This is what your job is. You're you know you you are you have worked for and against the CMA. Uh, is there a potential for Microsoft to get ahead of this? Because they seemed a little bamboozled with the cloud thing. So again, maybe they didn't have a conversation. Do they educate? the uh the the eu in cloud the same way they educated them on the console aspect and that somehow the eu's uh decision would be different than the cmas uh it's it's possible um i maybe say probable that the eu's decision will be different um i can't say for sure and, and right, right i mean the difficulty is nobody really can say for sure because we we're didn't not, see we're, this coming so yeah, yeah we're, we're, <laughs> we're not in the heads of regulators and we don't have access to the kind of uh, information that's that they're getting so uh, and, and even if you're a lawyer for any one of these parties you can't you can only make educated educated guesses about where you think a regulator will go um so um you know what i will say is that i think if you look and i've not read all of the um the cma report yet um but the cma report is over 400 pages it's ridiculously long. yeah it's yeah. it's huge it's one of the biggest i've ever seen um and there are uh, a litany of um internal document documents that are referred to and conversations etc obviously all all redacted because they're confidential um 
but I, I think the CMA, you know, based on what I've read so far, were educated about this by Microsoft, as in Microsoft had significant input about cloud okay. and cloud gaming. Um, but nonetheless, the decision that they came to uh, was not favorable to Microsoft. And I think the EU may take exactly the same information and you know the the EU commission may arrive at a different conclusion but it's it's really difficult to know because i mean you know we've we've heard murmurings for a while that the commission are perhaps more favorable to the deal in general and particularly they're more favorable um so the rumor goes to behavioral remedies so they may hold exactly the same concerns as the CMA except um, they may be quite satisfied to let this go with some behavioural remedy in place or remedies in place. Um, so it's difficult. I mean, I think it's it's next month that the EU decision will come out. But 23rd, even e I something, think? Like something like that, like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But the 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 problem is, I guess, that even if the EU, you know, diverge from the CMA's decision, and let's say they they favour it and they're happy for it to go through with behavioural remedies. The the CMA, you know, what the CMA have done today is is really as as close to a bit of a death knell for this deal as as you can get. It's it's kind mm -hmm. of on the cusp of being that. So um, I think it's I think it's going to be really difficult, irrespective of the fact, you know, whether the, the EU uh, agree with the CMA or come to you know a more favorable decision for Microsoft. Oh, good stuff, man. I, again, I apologize. Luke, for 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 having you, you know, here and uh, and not getting to you soon enough. Again, it's just I try to I try to be fair and with, with a panel this big, it, sometimes I get lost with the guests. But we definitely appreciate your hot take. And again, one uh, one bad mother from Xbox era, uh, dude. Thank you so much for the patient. Uh, your cat hey, is behind you doing a whole bunch of yeah. things. It's great. It's great. It's great for viewership. <laughs> Everyone loves cats. That's what right? I'm, here. <laughs> I'm 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 here so that people can watch my cat. I love it. Well, at least the cat's not jumping on you like it did the last well, time. He stopped licking his his butt, which is which I appreciate. Excellent. Uh, that Excellent. Was, now let, yeah. let let's get your let, let's get your hot take on this. Obviously, this is this came as a shock to everyone. Um, mm. Again, a couple of weeks ago, Xbox gamers, uh, you know, executives for uh, ABK, Lulu Chang being one of them, we all seemed we all believed that mm. uh, this this deal was done uh, when Sony got moved off the board. We were like, yeah, there's no way that cloud's going to be an issue. Microsoft is giving deals to everyone that wants to be a part of it. Just take a 10-year deal. It's like it's like the Oprah Winfrey yeah. episode. You get a car. You get a car. Everyone gets a car. <laughs> everyone gets a deal, right? Um, and I, again, I, I am, I am, I was stunned very early this morning. I got up specifically to get ahead of this, and I was, I was, I was stunned. Uh, what, 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 what are your hot takes on this, brother? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, a lot of a lot, a lot of things have been said. A, a couple, I guess, a couple side side aspects of this, and you know, even as we've been talking about this all year, um, you know, I've always been pretty confident on the fact that it was going to get done, based off the fact that nothing that I'm aware of that's been defined as a vertical merger has been uh, blocked in the last five decades. And I was like, well, what is that going to look like now that they've done that? And now we know what that looks like uh, now that they've done it. And, um, you know, I, I, I tend to agree that the, you know, based on what we've learned with the, the way the way CMA works, uh, that the, the chances are, are slim. Um, 
you know, and at the end of the day, if it's going to be back in the CMA's hands, I don't really think it, the thing is like we keep going back and forth. Like, well, did they understand this? And and like people, you know, I've been in discords and forums and, you know, people have been highlighting things like uh, like they're asking like one of the things they were asking them wasn't wasn't even technically possible. Something, you know, some uh, thing they were asking from Microsoft in terms of how this how this whole thing would work. And um, I really the one thing that kind of like hovered over this thing from the beginning, um, Kaysante said it, that, you know, we weren't really sure how much this was going to be, uh, you know, logical and based on precedent versus the, you know, the political aspect of it. And I, and, you know, that's something I thought about early on, but at the end of the day, I just, you know, you kind of, it looked like things were going to move in that direction where it was going to be uh, based on precedent and, you know, markets and the way things are defined in the past. Um, you know, the, the, the thing that I think a lot of people in our bubble really don't talk a lot about or really are probably not aware of is that, you know, this, the things that the CMA and the, the FTC are, you know, the people that have been put in place in a lot of these agencies, um, the, like the concern that's out there, I would even say a lot of it is legitimate like i don't necessarily agree with how it's applied to this situation but a lot of the fear that's out there for big tech is you know you have former employees of big tech that are basically lobbying the not lobbying but they're going to the government saying guys like like if you cannot keep letting these guys get access to all these people their data uh you know allowing them to uh you know with the this this AI that 99.9999% of the world doesn't understand uh, that's able to like manipulate their habits. And, and so like when you kind of looked at this deal in all those aspects, you kind of look back now at it and, and you kind of like understand what these conversations are about, you know, this deal checks every one of those boxes. This is, this is, uh, uh, you know, ABK has access to millions of people, access to their data, gets them to sign up for things. Uh, they understand how to, you know, manipulate buying habits and engagement with free-to-play models and things like that. And now you're tying it into something that's even more accessible and, and, and uh, you know, subscription. It really ticks every single box that every every one of these these guys that have been like yelling at the government. It's like, you stop waiting for laws. It's like, this is going too fast for us. We don't have the laws to keep up. And so you need to go beyond precedent and create new precedent. You can't wait for some you know, you can't wait for the old system. It's not prepared for this. And yeah. so, you know, that's always been there. The thing, the thing about this, and I think the reason why Microsoft uh, is going to take this probably to the end, regardless of how bleak it may look at times, is this the way it's not just that this deal got shut down. Um, because I'm with Kay Asante, you know, and probably, you know, some of the other guys, I'm, I'm ready to move on. <laughs> I don't really care that much about, I don't care at all about Candy Crush. I, I'm probably never going to play World of Warcraft. Uh, and I, like I said, I played Call of Duty once in a while. Um, it's it, it was never that special of a deal to me. The only thing, the, the only thing that I would be concerned about as, as an Xbox fan uh, or somebody who's a fan of the platform or, or games on it is that the, the way this thing the it's the why you know it's the why they use and they talked about subscription they talked about cloud um and whether we think cloud is the future or not nadella does you know and and that's one of the reasons he bought into the gaming and I, and i know it's not all of it it's they want to put their 
chips on like every square, right? So, so I'm going to be interested. I don't at this point. I don't. I'm I'm kind of out of predictions because <laughs> I'm just not going to try at this point. But I am interested to see what the end game is because I think a couple of factors we don't think about is like I you know I agree with everything Luke said. I've kind of looked up and really that's a lot of. That's all you're, I mean, I'm not somebody who's going to disagree anyways. I don't have the experience, but that's really kind of what you find out, right? That this is the the uphill battle based on where it's at. The thing I wonder about, you know, CMA is, an, is a newer organization. You know, this whole Brexit thing was, is something that's not been around forever. Um, this is the, probably the most unprecedented thing that's happened uh, in of scale. Um and it will be very interesting if you know Microsoft does get the EU to say yes, and then they they go to the courts and and they get the you know get the deal in the U.S. And if they leave UK on an island, I'm I'm kind of curious what that is, what their end game is. Like if they know that the CMA, there's no there's no like there's no logical argument here. It's really all philosophical, ideological, and political. So there's really nothing they're going to say to change their mind. So what is, what is that end game? I have absolutely no clue. I'm curious if, if Luke has an idea <laughs> or if we're all just going to kind of find out about this together. But at the end of the day, I do think it's just one of these things that, um, um, you know what I what we want to what I want to see from Microsoft is I do want to see them you know I I, I do want to still see signs that they are invested in this that they're not going to step back because I do think they have yeah. been playing possum um, or not playing possum but they've just been you know all all in unfocused too on laser focused and, on this deal yeah. and they kind some people would even suggest that they've they've lost sight of the platform uh, and uh, I like I said this is going to be a big year for Xbox yeah. Uh, yep. the games are coming folks uh, again. Yeah, sure. The, maybe the, you know, 30 frames, it should have been 60. Okay. As long as the game plays good, I, I'll, I'll look past it. Uh, Starfield delayed. It's, I mean, just like coming in September, it, it's got a, it's got a slap, uh, motorsports got a slap, uh, a surprise banger at the end. Maybe we get Hellblade. You get four, four major, uh, first party games, yeah, the ABK deal sucks, but we're here to play games, folks. I'm not here to mm. worry about Microsoft's bottom line. They're they were at some at one point a near three trillion dollar company. They're going to be fine. Uh, I'm mad. I'm disappointed with the CMA. I, I'm shocked uh, that um, the cloud, uh, you know, the, the excuses for cloud and the suggestion that cloud is gonna is gonna come in and is gonna take over gaming is is. It's laughable. It's laughable because this is coming from people who don't play games, and I think that ultimately is the problem. Uh, I, you know, Luke, you made mention of it. And I'm glad you confirmed that. Yes, that they were educated, and they still came to this decision, which is shocking. But again, folks, we're we're closing in on two and a half hours. I knew this was going to be a longer show. We had over 10, uh, 10 people on the panel. Some people came in for a hot second. Uh, again, huge thank you and much love to Pong Soul and, 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 and One Mother and Luke for the patience. Obviously, Hargeet and, and, and Kayasante, you know, giving their spiel. Uh, let me just catch up on the last couple of Super Chats that popped in here. Uh, and then we'll get on av- on out of here. We have uh, Savart's Writer 7 drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, but Microsoft should pay third parties for the development of exclusives? Question mark. Remember that SE charged Microsoft $100 million 
for time exclusivity for one game, Tomb Raider. I mean, I look, I, I mean, I get it. That's a lot of money, and and I don't think Microsoft made the money back, especially the way the press treated them. Um, I mean, are exclusives super important to the platform, or at least in my opinion, and I again, I'm just a knucklehead podcaster. Is the real and true exclusive is getting said third-party game, even though it releases on Steam and PlayStation and Nintendo, into Xbox Game Pass day and date. You see, that right there is money that I think is well spent because people are going to look to... Again, we're not out of a recession yet, folks. We're not even close. And money is still very difficult for a lot of families. And, you know, the family plan is coming, and they need content. And this is where they're going to have to really get third parties and second party games, get people. I mean, we know that Sarah Bond is out there doing that right now. She's targeting certain things. Games are in there because of her and her team. They need to put the pedal to the metal. They need to really spend the money to get these third party deals uh, for not exclusivity. Like I said, the exclusivity part is much, much higher than saying, yeah, release your game everywhere. We don't care, but we want it in Game Pass. What's the number? And I think if they can do that, they can still generate interest for the platform, but ultimately for Microsoft, they need to deliver in first party. We need to go and say, holy shit, Redfall's amazing, or my God, Starfield I'm never playing another game for the rest of my life. I'll see you in five years. That's, well, that's the what thing, we though. need. They, they have all the tools with their AI and uh, and everything they have resource wise. They they really could, you know, they they really have every everything they need to 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 build their own. Like, holy shit! I need to, you know, I need to go play that game. Well, yeah, sorry, they do. The first, the first smart you. game that comes out, one bad mother, is going to be interesting. Right when it uses AI incorporated in and the, well, the, that's a whole other show. I can't wait to yes, talk about that. There, yes, there's some great. Like, there's a lot of great opportunities, and yes. it, and it's going to be nice to get to the point where we can start, you know, talking about, about games. Other than, yeah, yes. parsing. Let's stop parsing whatever comes out of these documents. I'm going to listen to Hogue, and then I'm going to like let it go. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, good. listen, absolutely good stuff. Uh, real quick, yeah. Everborn Saga dropped the two dollars super chat and says there is zero chance. The FTC negotiates now. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. They're going to have to take them to federal court. Uh, that's there's no doubt. Uh, and Andy Angar drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, can Microsoft buy out each of ABK Studios one by one over the next few years as a workaround for this CMA nonsense? I mean, they can acquire studios, but it, it see, the, 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 the hard aspect of that is eight studios build a single Call of Duty. So how do you pick? Do they buy Infinity Ward and, and then they lose that talent, or do they buy um, toys for Bob and they they, they you know it's it's and you never even use shareholders to even if they not. bought King, even if they bought King, there's an argument to be made that King like they use the King money to help produce COD. Yeah. So yeah. there's yeah, just no way you can separate them. Yeah, yeah I, I don't yeah. think you're allowed to anyway because you already made the, the offer to buy the whole thing. That would right. be bypassing a regulatory decision. I don't think you're allowed I, to. I don't I mean, think do you know that? I think that's pretty possible. accurate, right? 
Yeah, no, it, it's not legally possible. I mean, there's multiple reasons why it's not possible. One is because any regulator will know exactly what you're doing, launch yeah. an anti-competition probe and will just destroy you <laughs> yeah. for it uh, if you're Microsoft. And two, if you're Activision, um, to sell assets like that, you're ultimately going to have to get shareholder approval. Shareholders never going to approve the, the sale of significant assets because it devalues their shares. Hundred percent. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah thank you. Happen. Thank you for the, the clarification. And Spartan six six one dropped a very generous five hours of chat and says, Boom and friends, all of you are great. Thank you for the very kind words, brother, and thank you for the generosity. Uh but listen, let's get let's get the outros. Uh Pong Soul. Listen, it was so great to work with you again. Uh we gotta get <laughs> you, you back on some of the other shows. But you're here, there, and everywhere, but more so than where yeah. you are everywhere. I want to specifically focus on where you are on Saturday mornings yeah. at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time with I Steal Rain. You guys are still in the hunt for 1K. Folks, yeah. if you're not subscribed to, uh, to, to Living Split Screen, I am telling you, you are doing it all freaking wrong. <laughs> Sell your brand, brother. Talk about it. Thank you, sir. No, it was great to be back uh, with you, Boom, for sure. Obviously, brother, it's been way too long. But everybody that showed up tonight, awesome to hear all of your comments again. First time being able to talk about this little topic. Uh, so this was awesome. I was uh, I was glad when you sent the invite because I could actually make this one happen. Um, so no, uh, thank you for the invite. Glad to be here. Uh, Going to hear more tomorrow night, PM and the PM over on Fun yep. Speculations Channel, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 o'clock Central Time. You know Mav and I are going to be diving into this. And then <laughs> Xbox Ultimate, you'll get even more talk with more people's conversation about this on Friday night, uh, obviously at 10 p.m. Eastern. 9 o'clock Central Time. And then, of course, as Boom mentioned, living split screen every Saturday morning uh, alongside our partners over at the Gaming Circle Podcast. Yes, we are Saturday brothers in arms uh, with them. Uh, but check me and Steel out. We have a great three-plus-hour show every Saturday, 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 o'clock Central Time, where we get your weekend started right with live, raw, and uncut energy as my brother Steele likes to say, and we're going to have a lot to say. We'll probably have some community rants and everything else. We talk about everything there on Saturday morning. So thank you, Boom, for pushing that out. We just passed 800. So we are getting close. We are getting yes, close, yes, everybody. Yes. So check Love us out. It. And then, of course, I have to mention the Shop Podcast, Saturday night, PTK Blam's channel, number 300 this weekend. Wow. Big deal for PTK. Wow. We've got Lord Cognito coming on. As a guest, I'm sure some other people will be stopping by for that. We have a great time, great time on Saturday night. It's uh, PTK Blam's channel, the Shop Podcast. Fuzzy Belvedere is there, myself, and like I said, Cog's going to be there this week. So please drop on in, pay some respect, say hi, and just stay a while because we have great conversations there yeah, every Saturday indeed. night. Otherwise, it's the golden age of gaming, people. It really, really is. Despite all this business talk, all this lawyer talk, politics, <laughs> it, it's invaded my, my safe space here in video games. It is what it is. It's fascinating to me, but we do have a ton of games to play. Oh, uh, dude, you got Benedict Fox this week. You got, uh, oh. you got uh, 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 Jedi Survivor. Jedi Survivor. For all of you jumping into that, have a great time. I'm going to jump into that later. I got Age of Wonders 4 coming. Uh, it's 4X strategy game on uh, May 2nd. Uh, which has never come to console, their mainline franchise. That's what I've got pre-ordered, so I'm looking forward to that. Listen, there's everything for everyone out there right now, so get out there, play what you love, love what you play, and I'll talk to Thank you all brother. real, real soon. 
Luke Steele, brother, thank you again for your patience. And of course, more importantly, the incredible knowledge that you bring. Uh, talk about where people can follow you and may want to reach out to you and, and, and ask some questions because you, 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 your knowledge is stout. But where could people find you on other podcasts? And one, Indie Gamer, one of the most genuine, nice human beings you'll ever meet. I love the fact that you work with him each and every week. Talk about it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, always, always a pleasure. Um, yeah, so I mean, for me, you can find me at Luke Steel ninety on Twitter. Um, I'm always happy to answer questions. Uh, people do DM me with questions, and I do try and uh, well, I answer them all. Actually, um, I'm I'm great like that. So, um, yeah. So if if you have questions, maybe some that I haven't been able to talk about today. You know, a few questions about ring fencing, for example. I'm I'm happy to answer those. Um, do that on twitter uh and then yeah uh indie gamer's great guy and uh i'm on the indie game podcast uh on his channel uh which is usually every couple of weeks uh if we can and we do other videos as well yeah. um so if you if you're into indie games and you should be because it's a really great one coming up as has been mentioned on friday which is the last case of benedict fox oh, um yes. which everybody's looking forward to i can't wait uh you know go check go check that channel out and uh yeah pleasure as always boom thank you brother definitely appreciate it. and speaking of saturday morning you're not tuning in for cartoons you're tuning in <laughs> for the gaming circle podcast which should be your saturday morning cartoon along with pong soul you should be switching the channels as i used to do as a kid one was transformers the other thing was something else sell your brand brother talk about where people can check out a very very big episode that you have planned this saturday on the gaming circle podcast talk about it sure sure well th thanks to everybody who, who came out you know a lot of conversations a lot of a lot of you know it, it was it was it was cordial in the chat which i wasn't expecting as it was, much. It was, it was cordial by and large it was cordial so yes thank you guys for, for being here in the chat and of course my brethren here on, on the panel luke Always a pleasure chatting with you. A member of the 191 Teraflop Club, sir. Indeed. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> the best, the yeah. best club with, in with, the world, with, by with the way. With pinkies in the air and all yeah, of that. Yeah. Yes. Once you've seen <laughs> Cyberpunk Overdrive, your life has changed. You, you've changed your life. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Stop and of course, it. The man... I'm already jealous enough. Stop. <laughs> Did you see the Pong PC soul. that this man built, Pong? <laughs> Stop Holy it. Stop. Of course I did. Of course yes, I yes. did. Uh, yes. Living no, vicariously. No. It, it, it is it is good to chat with you guys on a weekly basis and, and, and to get to chat with you, Luke, and, and Pong whenever we can. Uh, yes, myself and, 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 and Pong, so we make it a two-tabbed weekend, and, and as we do, the GCP Gaming Circle podcast this weekend will be interesting. Uh, I will be having uh, the man post up Along nice. with Italian clowns, will be joining oh, us. Oh wow! Both what of a them. great show! What a yes, great yes. show, dude! Yeah. The idea was either either they'll be celebrating on the Xbox camp, or there'll be a lot of sulking. So tune in for the sulking, ladies and gentlemen. No, yeah, well, it should be it should be an life. interesting conversation. Such is life, indeed, indeed. But no, we'll, we'll talk about you know things like uh, where we think they should move on from. How you know give some more time some dust to settle maybe get some more context around what's yep. going on in in the abk space so this saturday expect to hear it from us and we'll, we'll, we'll have uh, some good conversations there as well but no it's always great to chat with folks in the chat and and people on the panel and just you know having that great gaming conversations that we can we can have without it getting absolutely ridiculous so so once again you guys have shown why why uh primetime gaming 
the, the chat tends to be the best chat in the world and you guys are always thank you, sir. always very very cordial so thank you guys so much before we go boom there is one last super chat i just put in into the yes top shada drops a very generous five dollars super chat and says cat overrule cma on g uh, jd sports appeal for being irrational for being irrational yeah so there are yeah. some there are some some past historic historical evidence that people are now clinging their hopes to I just I just want them to, to walk and chew gum at the same time. I'm sure Luke, I go ahead, throw some water on us. Go ahead, th- go ahead, throw some yeah, water on no, us. No, that is that is uh, partly true. Um, mm-hmm. They didn't overrule the CMA. They did say that the CMA erred uh, with some irrationality because in terms of a merger that JD Sports were inver- uh, involved in, they didn't take into account the effects of COVID-19 on the potential competitive effects of that merger. Um, so they did send it back to the CMA on that basis and said, consider that point. The CMA considered the point and they said, makes no difference. Merge is still blocked. <laughs> so, yeah, so they didn't overrule them. Um, they've, they've, never, they've never said your decision's wrong, right? Or um, They, they and can't do that, can they? they? Can't, yeah, they can't, right? They have ultimate deference to the CMA in, in that regard. Right. So, yeah, mm. it's cool that someone's highlighted that because that is true, but there's just a, an important caveat to to what still that blocked is. it ultimately yeah. yeah yeah this is uh this is kind of trying to uh, i i, I kind of feel like microsoft might be trying to ice skate ice ice skate uphill as uh was yeah. said famously by blade uh <laughs> he just said it with an mf in front of that um <laughs> but uh hargi chani uh look uh we actually saw a video come up today from asa it's great to see him out there doing his thing over at game on daily gaz i'm sure he's gonna have a lot to say on his show <laughs> Regarding this, there may even be there may even be a salt video potentially. But please sell the brand of Game On yeah, Daily. Yeah. And more importantly, just I'm going to say he's not on social media, so don't ask. But he can tell you where media, his nope. gamer tag is. Talk <laughs> yep. about it, Hargeet. Yeah, so definitely check that out. Um, and I guess I don't know if we should answer this ring fencing thing since it was a super chat. I don't know if we want to get that. For, I don't know if it's a big deal, Luke. Is that like a really involved thing or? Uh, I, I mean, it, boom. I, I mean, I can I can address yeah, it yeah, in like two minutes quickly. if you yeah, like. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I didn't understand, yeah. I didn't even understand what a ring fencing is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There, there was a comment uh, from I think Idas on the the reset era forum, and I think what he's referring to is um he he mentions by, um maybe Microsoft could ring fence their Activision Blizzard uh activities, for example, in the UK, uh, and he he comments um that banks did this in the UK. And so I think I, I get what he's talking about, but it, it doesn't really work because just really quickly in the UK, after the financial crisis, there were there was legislation um, introduced to for banks, specifically financial reform information that said, um, if you have a deposit taking business, you have to ring fence, you have to keep that entirely structurally separate from say your investment business and the reason for that was to protect consumers who obviously you know banks have huge deposit taking businesses we all have bank accounts right Right. so uh it was to ensure that none of that money effectively goes into the pot where the bank has a business around investments um it was very specifically introduced so i think what idas is saying what is or you know what the intention would be would be microsoft say structurally this thing activision blizzard in the uk is completely separate 
doesn't work for the purposes of CMA merger because ultimately Microsoft still can have significant control via various other means through what Activision Blizzard do in the UK. And notwithstanding that, even if you ignore all of that, the CMA have already prohibited the merger. Microsoft can't ring fence anything because they can't own Activision Blizzard at the moment because the CMA blocked it, right? So um, just just wouldn't happen. I could go into way more detail than that and probably um, more coherently than that, um, given it's uh, 2.40 in the morning in the UK here. But, <laughs> uh, but, but that's effectively my thoughts on it. So it, it just wouldn't be possible. It's kind of conflating very separate things that were done for very different reasons. Yeah, well, I, 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 I thank you for the clarification, and, and Hargi, thank you so much for bringing that up. And, and, yeah, and yeah. last, and no way well, least, yeah, I've actually it. done my outro though. That's <laughs> like, all right, so, um, so first, uh, like everybody should check out the Zelda previews came out. I know nobody seems to want to talk about that. Like, hey, Zelda's looking good, it's already getting gaudy noms, like, it's, it's just great. And that's previews, it hasn't even gotten to the reviews yet. So, people are loving it already. They got to play one hour, and there's already stuff up on Meta just talking about what they've uh, experienced and it's all positive um so Dude, yeah Zelda it's going to be the biggest game of the year I mean, just one, um, one of the <laughs> biggest games of the year yes we just... actually have some good stuff today right so and, yeah. and for those who are so worried the end of the world quantum break had left game pass it's, it's back. back in yeah. <laughs> it's back today. uh anyway <clears throat> yeah check out gameondaily.com uh youtube.com slash gameondaily and uh gaz's new uh name on on youtube is septic sauce and we did a little septic video together sauce. yeah septic I did not... sauce and uh, and so we did a little uh, uh, you know uh, one one and a half an hour or so ish uh, uh, you know podcast and we'll probably do more of those just Gaz and me uh, talking about stuff that we uh, were interested in talking about um, so uh, I don't know what day we'll end up doing we did the last one on Friday we might do do one on Thursday or Friday again uh, but we'll try to figure that out and, and do that more often RDX uh, 8 p.m. Yes. U.S. Eastern time uh, check that out and then of course right here primetime gaming uh, seven uh, seven p.m. U.S. Eastern time on Wednesdays. Yeah, Harky, if people want to reach out to you on Xbox, where H Donnie is the gamer tag on Xbox, and that's the only place they could find you because you don't even bother. Or Discord, Discord, and I think it's uh, what was the number there? It's uh, three nine three five. So H Chani again, and then the number sign three nine three five. There you go. I don't use Discord, so I I, <laughs> I I understand the number thing, but I don't even use it. But Harky, thanks so much for the hard facts and the hot take information. Love what you're doing on RDX with Dealer. And that correction, we talking about deal and you the other day. Uh, he, he DM'd me, we were talking back and forth, and I was telling him that that was such a great uh, get to have you on the show. And he let me know that you guys have been friends for a very long time, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's been a few years now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's, it's good that you're a part of that show, and we definitely appreciate you being a part of this, uh, this show each and every week. So thank you so much for that. And uh, one bad mother, obviously, Xbox era, and Jesse Norris uh, just put out an incredible review. For Star Wars Jedi Survivor. I was a guest on what seemed to be an 18-hour podcast <laughs> on Saturday. Right. Australians uh, don't know how to get to the point. I don't and, know if uh, uh, I mean, they gave you the I'm going to be honest with you. It was a lot, I was a lot to blame because we kept talking about 80s cartoons and Thundercats and things. So I kind of jumped off here, there, and everywhere. Uh, I got roped into a Manscaped uh, 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 ad that went completely <laughs> off the rails. Um, and I was actually uh, instructed by Jesse Norris. It was almost like the mafia. Read this uh, <laughs> game that you're going to be a part of playing. So Jesse Norris, a bully. Uh, <laughs> by all means, sell your brand, one bad mother. Talk about you had us at Halo, which is yeah. you know, a, a Halo podcast and also about the Xbox era. 
Yeah, man. Uh, well, thanks again. For, it's been, it's nice getting to see you again, Boom. I've been, yes, you know, it's been indeed. a busy point in life. Um, I will be uh, ramping up some content creation finally again. I uh, just actually, uh, I, just a week ago, I was I was going to build a new PC, and initially it was going to be modest with one of those, you know, 4070 Ti's. And then the guy asked me, he says, but is this is this powerful enough to run uh, Redfall at 60 frames? And I said, oh, my God. So I went and got a 4090 with an i9. So I joined the club. Nice. <laughs> yeah. you, brother. I, I saw your on. specs, OBM. Your, yours is like mine, basically. It's basi basically the same machine you built. It's <laughs> well, you didn't cool. get the uh, And you both FPD? copied me, by the way. So uh, <laughs> there you go. So there you go. The there you go. Let's get that straight. Now, no. are you liquid cooled, Luke? Are you liquid cooled, sir? Absolutely I, no need to be liquid cooled on the 4090s. <laughs> I'm, I'm liquid Liquid cool, thank you. I'm very liquid much. cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, so I'll, be, no I'll be putting that to the test here with some with some content. I've actually been working on some uh, mm -hmm. some pieces for the studios. Uh, we'll start with Arcane cool. actually, so that should be coming out soon. And then yeah, for for anybody that is a Halo fan, uh, we still we still run our you had me at Halo show. Uh, it's no longer biweekly right now. It's kind of like more when things when things hit to talk about. Yeah, so news, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, things have been a little bit slower on that, but look for that. You had me at Halo, and if you follow me, I uh, when we're about to go, I let you all know about it. But um, yeah, guys, I think you know this. I, I'm just looking forward to talking about some games. other things, man. Yeah, yeah me games. Too. I agree. Technology, like there's a lot of stuff. Luke, I do, man. I I, I wish we had a, if it wasn't so late already, and it wasn't already almost three in the morning your time. But I do think something that we want to revisit when when people can delve more uh delve further into some of the the documents is really what is the precedent because you know microsoft moving forward obviously that seems like a very likely thing at this point from this uh eventually and the question is cloud and you know cloud and subscription seems to be a focus so does that does that really preclude them from anything significant are they going to have to like are they yeah. going to have to start being a lot more discreet now? Like, does that mean smaller studios building them up from the ground up or, or like, what is that going to limit them to? So I think that's going to be an interesting thing because the one thing that never existed before this was precedent, but we have that now. So, um, yeah, worth revisiting next time we, we come yeah, back. Definitely. But, but guys, uh, really enjoyed seeing everybody here and, and talking gaming again. Yeah, it was great to have everybody here again. Uh, 950 plus people tuned in. We missed a 1K by a pinch. I can't thank you enough. That's that's incredible numbers for a channel. It only has 12,000 subscribers. We picked up a bunch of subscribers today. If you are new, you just found the channel, please uh, consider subscribing. We do this five days a week, five different panels. All great news, all great content. We never use hate or clickbait to get you in the door. We just have, We just talk about games. We have a lot of fun doing it. Uh, Spartan661 adds an additional five hours of chat and says Xbox is not finished. Indeed, they are not. Uh, and of course, uh, folks, listen, again, if you are a big shout out to all the Super Chats. I mean, we, we can't do the giveaways. We can't do the upgrades to lighting and programs and equipment that we need uh, on a yearly basis for the podcast without the help of channel membership as well as Super Chats. So thank you so much for the incredible generosity and of course folks i'm going to close out the show with something that's important to me hopefully one day it'll be important to you and that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids and he would say craig treat others how you want to be treated and also it doesn't cost anything to be nice you live by those rules son i can guarantee you you're gonna have 
an awesome day. So take care, everyone. We'll see you next week on the newest episode of Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and Friends. Boomstick and Friends.